I go down to inactive ingredient. We got water, <laughs> sodium C1416, oh, olefin sulfonite, cocomidopropyl betaine, sodium chloride, PEG80 sorbitin lorate. You ever feel like, like we could be living on a different day? You weren't aware that we were on it all day until the phone told you, hey, yes. you've been on me all day. Welcome to the Any Last Words pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube, the God in me. <laughs> Honors the God in each and every one of you today. We have the wonderful, the beautiful, the chia seed (laughs) (laughs) earth lady herself, creator of Boriquin Botanicals, Vaughn Marie (laughs) Hobentud. Suarez. Wow. <laughs> I threw the accent mark right where it was supposed yeah, to be, correct? that's perfect. That's yeah. important. Suarez, not Suarez. Suarez. Yeah, that's beautiful. Suarez. Perfect. Thank you very much. Very Puerto Rican in here today. <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rican as fuck, if you may. No, I'm kidding. How are you, before I set the tone, okay. how are you today? I am doing absolutely phenomenal, and not only because I'm here. Have I even asked you that today? Like, you even off? Like, did, did I? No, ask you, you, you most certainly okay, did not. Okay, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, no. And that's why I wanted to say not because of only the podcast, just in life, just being myself in the world. I what did you eat this morning? This morning, I had a double shot espresso <laughs> vanilla latte, only eight ounces of milk because I don't enjoy the 16 ounces of milk. That was a nice little change. You're welcome. Um, thank you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I went to Starbucks before the gym. I No, I feel you. I, I, so I just asked you what you ate for breakfast, and you told me a, sh- a shot, some espresso? Well, well, that was part of my breakfast. Oh, all right. And then I was going to say the egg white feta wrap. Egg white feta wrap. Yeah, I just thought that that was my full breakfast. Fantastic. Let me yes. set the tone. But how are you today? Oh. No, I don't think I, don't I asked if, you that either. I don't think anyone ever asked me that oh. on here. I don't think. No. No one ever asked me um, that. I think kind of asked you one time. That's kind of the thing with being a host. Is yeah. people don't ever give a fuck about you. Yeah. They just want to come. They record. You're they have a good me. time. But yeah, but they never think about asking right. you questions, which is why I told you I'm at some point in time. Someone's going to ask me to be on their podcast. Yes. And when that time comes, That's, I keep forgetting that you're never on the other side like I know that that we've spoken about it, but I always forget that that has never happened. Before. And 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 I also also think I told you that to the untrained ear and maybe the untrained eye, the question may arise: Well, what the fuck does it matter? Like, what are you what are you doing differently if you just come sit down? Like, are you not? Because here's the thing: they're underestimating what you're doing as a host. Is what is the point I'm getting yes. at? So it's well, you're just going to be talking same as you would on the other side, right? Right. Absolutely not. But at any point in time, if anyone listens to has a podcast and they want to invite me, I'm going to come do it. Invite this guy. Yeah, be, I'm yeah. Sure it'll be worth your while exactly. for sure. 
to say the least. But what's funny is, do you think that I'll still end up facilitating the conversation? <laughs> I don't think there's ever a situation that you would be a part of that you don't facilitate the, the communication or the time. Like, I, I feel mm. like that you are just very good at it. As far as you, okay. As far as the conversation goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And depending on what's going on with the Because I don't want to step on people's. Time, yeah, I feel like you, you may have a, a way about you that if, if maybe this is just not the best environment, I, I think that you do take things into account and, and try to shift the mood or, or, or just conversation most of the time. But yeah. Set the tone. Set the tone. You never answered my question, by the way. My day has been fantastic. I woke up, I had eggs. Oh, wait. Oh, first time for everything. I ate twins. Oh, that's a whoa. Damn, that I, was strong. Good <laughs> thing Keon's not here to drag it along. Twins. I I cracked open in. <laughs> hold on funny. a second. I'm sorry. Hold that's on. good. <laughs> I'm done. All right, go ahead. Mikey is definitely going to be listening. It's like, whoa. one, Mikey. Like, super whoa. That's funny. I cracked open an egg and mm. two yolks came out. It's been like a minute two... since I've seen Oh, that. so you have seen it? Yeah, very, maybe like once or twice. I think it's a little bit more prominent. I've seen it a lot when I, I told you that I used to buy those fresh eggs, those farm fresh eggs. Yes. I used to run across some weird things sometimes. But Right. So the thing is, it just... <laughs> it kind of, if you forgot, it puts back into perspective that you are eating you chick. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just like, wasn't really born yet. Yeah, like, it's like two of those things came. I was like, oh man. And then I scrambled them up. But anywho, scrambled eggs, cheese, sharp cheddar. And I'm sorry, before I, I have to throw this in there, I just remembered I had that moment last night. I bought a rotisserie chicken from Walmart. I was just craving like meat. So I just went and got. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> right. So I got a whole chicken. And then I just wanted this piece of the thigh. It was just the chicken. Everything about it looked really nice. So I was excited. But then I just grabbed it and the bone snapped. And I haven't heard like a bone and a piece of my food snap in a long time. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's right. This this is a whole fucking living being. Like, I don't think about that all of the time because yeah. then I wouldn't eat meat. <laughs> yeah, but that was a weak-ass chicken. I'm going to be honest with you. The bone snapped when you took the thigh off? It was a big bone. Like, I just, I guess, it was just loose it was, enough. So it was a big bone, but it was also a weak-ass big yeah, bone. Yeah, but it's just a snap of it. I, yeah, that just reminded me of that. I'm sorry, go ahead. Bacon. Bacon, yes. Ew. Not turkey the bacon. Not the turkey bacon. Okay. I, I still went back with the regular old fatty pig swine maple dripping so grease popping bacon yes i only do it ever so often yeah and what else blue no oatmeal oatmeal okay oatmeal. any toppings on that oatmeal oatmeal of course strawberries freshly cut blueberries nine grain high in fiber in flaxseed which is fiber granola. Okay. Yes. Is that the kind granola? Yes. Okay. I have enjoyed that one. I've tried many different granolas and that, that is one of my favorites. Now, to set the tone, yes. to let people know this who the fuck part. you are, why you're sitting yeah. here. Okay. So here's the thing, because uh, we, we may have had this discussion in, in certain ways, but maybe, maybe I can find a way to make this a little fresh okay. for us. Okay. We meet through work. Yes. 2021. Nope. That's this year. 
2020. 2019. 20. No, it was 2020. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started 2019. Yes. yes okay. Yes. So we meet, we become fast friends. A month later, if a month later, yeah. pandemic starts. Yes. Very interesting time to meet someone. We go into quarantine. Everyone is alone. <laughs> Solitary confinement. Yes. In some sense or another. Yeah. Now, in all to in all respect, right? With all respect to everything that has happened in yes. all various degrees, this had been a, quite a transformative period for us and for people, yes. but positive transformation i should say yes for us so much so that you have coined it <laughs> the best time of your life or do you want to yes you want to change it do you want to no, throw a caveat no quarantine and the pandemic is and probably probably will always be the best time of my life like this damn this- and forever will be you think it'll never like so I mean, best oh, days are behind you, huh? Well, no. I think transformation-wise, I, I hope that I will keep transforming and changing and evolving. But just how I evolved in, in almost really not that long of time, I, I just mm. I became a total different person in less than a year. And I just I didn't know that that was in store for me. I didn't know that was possible right. as as just a human being in this world. Like none of these things were even a thought in my mind yeah. and then they just became my life and mm. then this other person is now sitting here yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the von marie that you met right and i don't think i guess you maybe knew her that well because we had just met each other and then we got no. stuck in the house so that was different but 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 that's why i bring this up because it is interesting again to meet someone at the beginning of that we decided yeah. now again we felt so comfortable having conversation yes about things and it seemed yeah. like it, yeah, it was very comfortable very soon on so then we kept in touch. Yes. Throughout. Now, yeah, and, I, and I am glad that you, you started it with that because I it's not that I keep forgetting. It's just that this was such an important, profound and, and just really just life changing experience for me that I also wanted to be let known as which I'm very happy that you started that way. Not that I didn't think that you would that even though this has been an amazing time for me, of course, I am one of the outliers one of the lucky ones because the reality of the universe is that this has just been a horrible time for people understandably so yeah i mean a hundred million you know yeah talk talk to keon about his job and what he's going through no i i am very lucky i'm truly truly blessed so I'm, i'm extremely aware of the fact that i just got really fucking lucky like yo yes that's that's another thing You've been listening to the podcast. So that's a whole other element. So we meet, quarantine starts. Yes. Keon and I, like like a lot of people, let's create. Let's do something. Let's figure something out. So now we have this podcast that's out. Now you start listening to the podcast as we begin to be friends. Yes. Right? And I think that we, like, we were getting to know each other and of each other whilst you were still recording i guess that big sum amount of like i don't we think had, it we had been 12. released yet we yeah. have 12 at the beginning right. and we dropped all 12 one day yeah and then we continued on from that point 
But the whole point of this is, or me saying this is, just like I tell everyone else that comes on here, you're learning so much more about me than I am about you. There's so much more information yes. about me present, right? Because you just get the... And again, you were spending... Go ahead and tell the people. How long were you spending on your phone? Listen to the people. So I have always been, I guess, a social media user. I was never really... I didn't realize that I was a little bit obsessed with it. Not necessarily myself and posting content and just having people interact with what I post. But I was just bored and mindless and really didn't have anything going on. And now looking back <laughs> at this point in my life, I was definitely slightly depressed. But right. I was unaware of that right. until two years later. <laughs> right. So that, that makes a lot of sense. But I remember one day... Um, and I guess I should say this first. I think I've told you this before. It was getting to the point where I would scroll so much through quarantine that I was giving myself two to three hours before I lay in bed of not using my social media. So Which I, was probably hard for you, Extremely. Too. Because I'm just saying, I'm like, I just want to look at, like, Twitter. Twitter was the it for me. Like, Twitter was my fucking shit. I would just scroll through Twitter for hours at a time. What's your thing? Like, what are you looking for on there? Nothing. Does it matter? It doesn't no, matter. No, it was just content. It was just influx of, of content on my eyes and my mind. I'm not really, really reading the articles. I'm here just sort of for whatever drama arises, whatever right. controversy. Funny videos. Yeah, like if there's some cool informative stuff, like I want that too, but it's just whatever. Well, actually, no, it none of the, it doesn't even matter because you were going through the whole feed. No, I'm going through all of yeah, it. So yeah, so it doesn't yeah, even matter right. what it is at all. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm giving myself two to three hours before bed. That's crazy. It's insane. No, and like you said, it was a little difficult because I, like, I just want to be on here, but now I'm scrolling so much and so quickly that I have to wait enough time for my feed to be replenished again with information i don't even know if people know what that's like to to get through like you you, like you have been fed we have fed you everything that there is on the internet that you subscribe to that's crazy like you use you've used twitter you know like when you hit the top like i can't wait to have the i think it'll be maybe two pods from now that guest on here yeah i'm scheduling some stuff right Because Mm. I can't wait to tell this person that they are the first reason that I ever opened up my Twitter app. Mm. Right. I didn't even make that. I didn't even make the account. That's how much I don't use it. I didn't make the account. Keon made the account. And every now and again, I think I might as I'm posting something else, you know, everything's trying to link everything from every other app. So I'll post something on maybe TikTok or Instagram, right. and it'll be like, you want to also do it on Twitter too? Twitter, check, just Twitter check, check. So then I'll just do that, and it does it for me. But to right. actually open up the Twitter app yeah. and do something inside of it, yeah. I messaged somebody, you know what I mean, to, to get in contact with them to come do the, right. the pod. That was the first time hmm. that I'd ever opened it up. To it. So no, I don't know about going through Twitter. I, I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's really through, if you really navigate it through looking at the people that you follow or subscribe to well, or if it's, it's mostly just re- or if it's mostly just retweets and you just click you're just going through a rabbit hole sort of like a youtube well i'm not really sure what it, like i've been off of twitter for over a year and a half so i'm not or something like that so i'm not really sure anymore but i do know that it's a, it was an amalgamation of just random algorithm sponsored little tweets of people that i didn't follow but it was basically just based on the content that i liked from the people that I followed. So right. it wasn't necessarily all of their stuff. But anyways, I'm doing that. So I'm, I'm 
doing absolutely insane things with my social media. And then my phone lets me know. And I, I don't know if this has been a thing before. How do how long do you think the the whole time screen notification has been on on Apple? I don't probably since around the time that dot came out and tried to tell everybody that social yeah, media was pretty tearing recent, everybody's like. souls apart. Yeah, so then I get to my notification one Sunday and it says, Von Marie, I don't know how much my percentage was up, but that bitch was almost at eight hours of screen time. And at that point, it was solely Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Like, I'm not watching YouTube So videos. you go to sleep for, say, on average, eight hours? I mean, during quarantine. Yeah, like, I'm sleeping fine, but I'm only... No, 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 no. The point is there's 24 hours in a day. Oh, yeah. Subtract eight. I'm on my phone. All of it. Got you. Yeah, 100%. Got I got you. nothing. I was easily, you could catch me on my phone watching, binge watching whatever show I found on Netflix with a bag, a full size family bag. Those blue ones, if you know what I'm talking about, where it's resealable because you can just eat out of them forever. I used to devour that shit in a day. Mini M&M's at any moment in time. Fun on one hand, M&M's on the other. The M&M's, does it matter which bag you get? Yes. Like, these aren't Skittles. Why do they well, matter? Well, no. It was just the biggest bag I could find. <laughs> oh, just whatever yes. is the biggest bag. Yeah, that was okay. just the biggest one. But Because outside of peanut M&M's, and I don't know what else come, what, well, what else is M&M doing. Well, Matter of fact, is many. It, M&M's may be behind in the candy world. They may just be getting by on being M&M's. But I don't think M&M's have been that innovative. They have not quite with, innovative. Like Skittles? They have many different fillings. Like, you can find a bunch of different sort of M&Ms. I'm not a fan of them, but yeah, I see them all the time. Give me three. Um, There's one with, like, fudge. You have peanut. You could do pretzel. I mean... No, I've seen yeah, the pretzel. Like, you can yeah, do, like, whatever yeah. candy inside chocolate or whatever mm. you can wrap. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're not that innovative because they're not... That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I'm but anyways, asking. I will say, I don't know if you're aware, there's a difference between large M&Ms and mini M&Ms. Like in flavor. Okay. And it's not. Uh, just edu- me. No, educate me. Well, I don't know what it is. It has oh, to be the ingredients. The, oh, then you're lying. Then you don't know. No, ask anyone that eats mini MMs. And you're like, you can taste a the difference. They're just a little bit sweeter. Yeah, just ask someone that mm. has eaten mini. Next. I'm going to figure out how they got more sweetness into these itty bitty MMs. I think it just has to be, for some reason, something different in the recipe because. Unless I'm just crazy with insane taste buds. It may be. So. It may very well But be. I want to say I've heard this many times. Before. I'm done with Eminem. So, here, yes, so, the, so the point is. Yes. I'm you're learning way more about me than I am you by listening to the yes. podcast because you have nothing to do but scroll through Twitter and listen to the podcast. Yes. Right. And I was on a trip with some people. Actually, Mikhail. Okay. Right. We were going and some other people and we're headed out to a hike. And I I said to them in reference to you, it is it is refreshing. It is something new. Um, and, and I and I thought just very um adorable in a sense, okay. I guess, to be able to have all of this information that I put into these podcasts while someone's getting to know who you are, because in the beginning of most friendships and relationships in general, I think that there is, I won't call it a healthy bit. I don't, I don't know, but there is a chunk of deception. Yes. Right. For sure. But the thing is, you can't get that off if you're me. Yeah. If anyone, 
just just imagine I meet someone new, just in general, and they want to know about me. And it comes across that I have a podcast, which is probably going to come if you have a long enough conversation with me and you ask the right questions, good chances are you're going to find out that I have a podcast, which means I'm not given due to my own. I'm not crying about it. Okay, (laughs) I'm not not complaining. Right. I'm not. Please stop. You're being funny. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not being the victim about it, but I can't get that off the same way everyone else can. I can't I can't give off that that bit of deception and act like I'm this type of, it's not really going to go off. But I thought that it was interesting and I, and I brought it up. I remarked on it to these people I was on a trip with saying it really is something for someone to, to look into peer into your heart because that's what this is to a degree and, and be there along the way. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's, that's a, very true. It's a very interesting thing. Cause again, you don't get that from anyone. Yeah. That you know, you don't get that deep of information yeah. that quickly. Never, really. <laughs> Never. That's like, what I'm this saying. Is like a very special case for sure. That's what that's I'm. Funny. That's what I'm saying. So it's very, very, very interesting. But I thought that that was that was a pretty cool uh, start. Yes. To to the friendship. So. So that's so that's kind of that's kind of where that went. Although. This does connect to something we've spoken about recently, which is you don't really think (laughs) that having the sorts of discussions with the sort of vulnerability that is exposed on this podcast is really all that vulnerable or courageous. So I have given this just a bit more thought because we were talking about Will Smith and everything and, and they just was more By the way, everyone, context. Will Smith, she brought this up. Yes. Will Smith. Oh, yeah. By the way, also, if you like The Fresh Prince, HBO Max, I believe, just got the rights. Oh. I think Mikey just cool. threw that in the chat to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. There were a few shows people were waiting on like that. They're like the huge whales. I guess whales. I think about that. Friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Friends is, wherever they're at. They're making a lot of money. Yeah. Seinfeld, Netflix yes. got them. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that was another one. HBO Max. Damn, that's and a the, good one too. I there like are a few shows like that that are like huge whales yeah. that people been like waiting to reel in. So that's the case. But what for the listeners, what she yeah. is talking about is Will Smith has the best shape of my life documentary coming out on YouTube, and so. He is supposed to be supposedly being very vulnerable about his life and showing that this facade of a character that he's been his entire life is just it's not him. It has just been a very thin veneer and we've all been fooled. Right. And he's actually a much deeper, vulnerable. (laughs) He's a real person. He's a real person. (laughs) With with, real life experiences in the human world. And real layers to him. Exactly. And so that's coming across. So now continue. Yes, thank you for that. So I think something I forgot to mention last time, I I just thought about it after that conversation, is that we have just gotten to know each other for a while now. We've had so many conversations over the past year and a half, and you have always been one of the most open and honest people I have ever met. So not only are you just open and honest in just your everyday life and conversation, and you have this platform And you're easily one of the best communicators I have ever come across in my life. So all of this together, it would only make sense for me that you are as open and honest and as vulnerable 
in your platform. Like I wouldn't expect anything else. So it would be apt to say that you take it for granted when it comes. Yes. We've had this conversation. No, 100%. When people are good at what they do or they do whatever they do for however long it takes, we become accustomed to it. And then it's like, oh, well, that's just so-and-so doing whatever. But you kind of take it for granted. Yes, because if something, no, for sure. No, that's, that's 100%. Because if someone else, because if you saw someone else right. do it, you wouldn't expect it from it. Now it's, oh my gosh, they're, yes. they're coming forth. This yes. is so powerful. It's so strong. It's so this, it's so that. Right. Okay. But that is, and and that is not to say that, that what you're doing is not vulnerable. I'm and not even trying I, I to get I know that you're that. not. No, yeah. that's not what that is. But it is. It's just for someone like me who has just gotten to know this being and just know that you are just fucking open and honest a million percent of the time with everything Mm. like it's it's absolutely everything so this this combination of everything it just makes sense but i've just gotten accustomed to it i'm a little spoiled (laughs) to to this way of delivery and communication so now yes now we can get into the puerto (laughs) rican-ness of everything but that but you know i make that joke but it's actually the, the the core it is of what's going on here now Two different ways in particular we have to talk about that made quarantine what it was for you, right? Yes. One of them, let's let's talk about the diet. Okay, so I'm going to be very open and honest and vulnerable here. And, and I hope that this is not just me trying, like, this is not just me trying to just be a, a um, what is that word I'm looking for? Brave. That's not, this is. Okay. I was fat as fuck, <laughs> essentially. Like, I'm not going to lie. I I weigh like 135 now. Earl, I was almost 200 pounds. Like, that shit is ridiculous. Like, my little body should have not. Like, I should have never five even gotten two close. you are, right? Partly. Like, Hardly. Like, that. Like, like, I'm just right like there. Like, 5'1.75". I'm 5'2", but I, I feel like it's just right there. Whatever. I have five feet. Whatever you want it to be. But when you get older and you shrink, though. Well, that I hope that I don't. For sure. Yeah. It's fine. Go for it. Okay, Anyways, it's 5'2". So, reference point, I weigh like 135, 137 at the moment. I used to weigh almost 190 pounds. I was like 185, 187 at my heaviest. That's a, do, you, do you still have a hard time? It didn't seem like you did just in this moment telling people your weight Absolutely right now not. Yeah. is it is it because of where you were or did you not have a hard time back then telling no i never have but back then i had a false sense of confidence so maybe had i been aware of the fact that i was in fact unhealthily 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 yeah unhealthily. and and by the way just for anyone that may be listening too hard you're not saying that you had a, a false sense of confidence because you were bigger person correct Yes, it was just, just for many, yeah. many reasons underneath. Yes, that. I had a yeah. It was I found out recently that it was a false sense of confidence, as as many other things, because I didn't know who that person was. But anyways, so it was quite quite large, and pretty much my whole life I've struggled with stomach issues. Yeah. So discomfort is just a way of being for me. Pain is a way of being. It took years to diagnose my irritable bowel syndrome. So if that's something you struggle with, I feel you. <laughs> that shit is horrible and it is hard. So I had that going on and then I found out I had issues with my thyroid, which is why I have always been on the heavier side because my thyroid is extremely underactive. It's, I mean, 
on the ground. The thyroid, if you could, for, you know, 101 for dummies, if you know what the function of a thyroid <laughs> Well, is. I'm the dummy in it myself, but okay. from what I've been told, I should do a little more research, but it, it, it has to do with my, um, what is that G word for? The, the G word for... for globina, mi, mi globina. Mm. I forget it. I just think of it in Spanish. But anyways, it just has to do with the metabolism okay that's what i'm looking for sorry i was thinking of it in spanish but it just has to do with with my metabolism and that it's very very just slow and low and that's why i have an easier time retaining fat than losing it okay because i can easily gain weight but it takes a long time but yeah it just kind of slows everything down in my body yeah and it's not comfortable it makes things to digest just a little bit more difficult. I really don't know much about the thyroid, so don't take anything that I said. No. As medical, I don't know. Absolutely about it. not. All I know is that it slows everything in my body and I have a hard time processing food and, and, and storing it and fat and all things like that. So, anyways, I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about 190 pounds. I have issues with my stomach and in my thyroid. Oh, shit. So, I, I would like to say maybe I'm getting too deep into it. I've gone to specialists for years for both of these things. And I had a specialist, very nice lady in Charlottesville, um, used to take an hour and a half trip for a 25-minute doctor's appointment. That shit was brutal. But anyways, neither here nor there. So what she recommended for my um, thyroid, sorry, not my IBS, my thyroid was a raw vegan diet off the bat. Mm -hmm. I'm like 19 Right. when I find this out. I told her, I said, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm just not. And I also knew that I didn't want to take any medication if there was something I could do about it. But she just told me that I had to eat healthier. And I'm like fat and 19, so I don't really care to eat healthier. Like, just nah. like, is and there anything you just else? got a fresh bag of mini M&M's. Hey, well, that was this past year, maybe back then too. But yeah, so that's what I've been told pretty much this whole time over the past five years. Raw vegan diet. It's not working. And then for my thyroid, Shout I out never... to Virgin Vegan. We see yes. you. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you choose to do that when you're 19, that's that's awesome. But I was not in the, the right space. That was just not for me. I, I knew that right off the bat. And I get that. I get no information for years. I feel discomfort for years. My stomach. I eat a bunch of things that are part of my daily diet. But I feel bloated and pregnant multiple times a week. But at this point in time, you probably almost wholeheartedly believe that pain and discomfort is your way of life 100%. And, and that is what it is yeah and that's what i came to all of since i was 19 until quarantine summer of 2020 i'm 25 now i'm gonna be 26 right i've spent i have passed out from irritable bowel syndrome pain like i knew yo yeah that hey, pain that yo. shit was hard well like on multiple occasions yeah i had to go to the hospital twice because my body was severely dehydrated and I had some other things going on, but I wasn't aware of that. And just dehydration and the pain killed me. And I remember the last time it happened, I was like, hey, <laughs> I was living with my dad. I was like, I think think we're going to have to go to the hospital for this one. And I remember dropping to the ground. Next thing I know, I was in the hospital. Having a stomach ache so bad that you pass yeah. the fuck out and it sucks is because insane. It's not like I, I would have preferred a blackout if blacked out before. And that's nicer because you're just like you're tuned out. But it's, it's sort of like you're in another dimension. Like you feel so ill that it almost feels like you're dying. I don't really know if that's what dying feels like, but mm. it felt like that to me. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being in the back seat, just like, fuck. I was like, if there's a God out there, like, 
I'm not going to do anything wrong again. It was one of those moments. Oh, uh, yeah, we know the moments. Yeah, We've it was all like, had those. this is, this is absolutely, re- like, I don't, I can't bear it. Like, I don't, I don't want to even fight it. Like, I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm, it was horrible. So, mm-hmm. thankfully, it has been a very long time since that's happened, and hopefully it will never happen again. So, that was my life. Yeah, I just totally told myself that, hey, this is just a way of life for you. Discomfort, being bloated, like you're never going to have a flat stomach. And that, and I was aware that I was not eating healthy nor working out. Those were taken into account. But I said kind of fuck it because even if I do do these things, my body just does not react well to anything. Like mm. this is just a way of life. Mm. So maybe now that I think about the it. The narratives that we spin in oh, our heads. That cognitive distortion it, is amazing. It, it means everything again for people that didn't listen to any of the pods when i did recommend it the book reckon what is it uh reconciling or reconcilable reconcilable differences differences by donna markova phd you got to throw that in there because they'd be getting upset when you don't and angie MacArthur, yeah crazy yeah no that yeah yeah she's just playing she's just she's just angie she's just angie but no that but that is that is for sure the the narratives yeah. that we spin in our minds shape everything yeah. shape everything when you get to that part when they talk about rut stories and river stories yeah it's absolutely that's a insane. good analogy too that's it, a beautiful one it is the, the stories one. that we spin in our minds that yeah. stop us that are hindrances it's so easy you, easy, it's so easy. easy. you it's just like, tell yourself oh yeah. oh yeah no like i don't eat well i don't exercise for sure i don't take any vitamins of any sort but that's not why i'm not healthy <laughs> I'm not right. healthy because this is just the life that was given to it's me. It's just the irritable bowel syndrome and the thyroid. Like, it has nothing to do with everything else. Right. So, Jeez I think Louise. that that was definitely a big part unconscious or subconsciously of why Who I was not the fuck? What? Nah, stop talking. Hold on. What? <laughs> so, you're telling me that you want you kept going to these... Yo, what's up with doctor? Doctors a specialist. Like, so, so I you're went going to the to, best of the best. That's fantastic. So, you go to these people and they say nothing about exercise ever? Nothing. No one ever said anything about exercise? Like, no one... No, I mean, I'm sure you, like it was mentioned that like, you should probably work out but it was never something that was honed on nearly and like no no one ever told me hey like for your height and your age maybe you are not the best weight right now maybe you could lose some pounds like what if we tried these are nothing mm-hmm. like i was no that just was just raw vegan diet raw, i remember when she told me that i was like yo bitch <laughs> look at me right now like i was just looking i told her straight up i was like hey i'm gonna let you know i'm not doing that so what else do you have for right. me right she had nothing oh so long story short I'm just going to be unhealthy for the rest of my life. I feel I I really do feel uncomfortable in my own skin almost 100% of the time because my body is just so inflamed at that point in time for the past five, seven years. of my But life. not this moment. Correct. So um, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so quarantine hits and I remember sitting on and probably it was around the same time I quit social media. So when I got that notification that I was on my phone for almost eight hours, I looked at that shit and I said, oh, my God, <laughs> like it, it really did hit me like a ton of. Bricks. Oh, so that that's what did the trick, like something telling you, yo, get the fuck off of the phone. You've been on here. Yeah, for eight hours. Oh. I wasn't taking I wasn't realizing. No, it was only like this a few hours a day. Like, it's not that long. OK. Yeah. And then I did re- like I wasn't aware that I was spending because I was just mindlessly scrolling. Yeah, uh, no. you were. Oh, even though you were on it all day, you weren't aware I that was, you were on it no. all day until the phone told you, "Hey, yes. you've been on me all day." Well, like 
face just start kind of merging together and it's quarantine. And I'm at home with my parents. Like my sister just moved out. Quarantine happened March, like mid-March. Yeah. My sister moves out the beginning of April. Yeah. We've I've lived at the home with my parents for 25 years. Yes. I have plans to move out. Quarantine happens. My sister moves out. So I'm just with my parents and stuck in my like life just switched so quickly for me. I was like, ah. Yeah, nothing else going on. Might as well scroll on my phone. But yeah, I never realized that it was my whole entire day I was on my phone. Gotcha. Not consciously. And then that hit me. And then that day, I quit Twitter. I have not been on Twitter since. I do take my time and obviously have Instagram and Facebook for my business. And I, I check Snapchat every once in a while. But it is extremely mindful interactions. It is nowhere near close to what it was. It will never be. Right. I can't. Because I know that at least for me, I can easily open my any of those apps and be there for hours. Mm-hmm. Really, Facebook, their algorithms. It's really phenomenal how these things work. It's it's absolutely mind-blowing. Because watching that documentary, if you haven't, what is it? The Social Dilemma? No. Yeah, Social Dilemma. Yeah, if, please watch it. Yeah. But yeah, just having that information in the back of your head and then actively scrolling through Facebook, that shit is absolutely terrifying. Okay. It's ridiculous. Now, you being so, fat. Yeah, I'm sorry. Back to being fat. <laughs> so, So one day I'm eating my breakfast and it usually consisted of quarantine i was going all out maybe too much of i make these very nice crispy potatoes with onions love onions and then mushroom scrambled eggs with mushrooms how do you make them crispy for all of us that want to make crispy (laughs) potatoes and we're tired of them just being fucking soft but seasoned well well there's two options you can take any sort of potatoes even the little yukon potatoes or the big ones whatever whatever taters you got you just cut them up in like little dices or cubes you get the oil nice enough and hot on the pan and you just kind of keep running them through the oil and kind of switching them around yeah you toss them them around you can do that or maybe air fryer i saw my first air fryer for the very first time you've never seen it no i not when i went to my friend's uh birthday celebration they had an air fryer and i was like hey what's this little contraption they're like hey earl it's an air fryer, you fucking idiot. Damn, and man. I was like, wow, really? So they're like, yeah, you can open it up if you want to. So I'm looking at it and looking at the little grill inside. And I asked my parents asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I said, I would like an air fryer, please. Air fryer. And mm. a new bathrobe. Those are my two. <laughs> <laughs> I want a really nice bathroom. Mm. <laughs> old people gifts. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. The one that I have is just tool. I want something that covers my whole body. But anyway, I need me like a silk one, like a kimono. Mm. I need a kimono. Yeah. That's what I I want a kimono. Like but those a are not real. warm enough. Like, I don't give a damn. I'll put something on underneath okay, it. I just, that. But I want like a very nicely embroidered kimono. Yeah, those would be nice. They're beautiful. They have some gorgeous bathrooms. Maybe that's what I'll ask for for Christmas. But okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm eating one of these usual breakfasts. And it's, I, was, I was looking at some pictures recently. I was eating for two for sure. Like, I wasn't aware of the fact that not only am I eating. What does that mean? What do you mean eating for two? I'll show you a picture later. But I had, it looked like three to four scrambled eggs with onions. I had, I probably cut up like two average sized potatoes, maybe three, four inches long each. Okay. And then, yeah, I may have like a little avocado toast. Yeah, it was just a little too, like in size and quantity, it was just too much already. Yeah. But then... I wasn't taking that into account. That was probably a big part of it. But even regardless of the size, my body would interact with the food the same. Mm. And I remember eating this one breakfast this certain morning, and I just felt so ill. I felt so gross. And I and that was kind of peak 
quarantine depression for me. It was quite early on. Like this took weeks. Like I w- it wasn't even a month in and I knew I had to make changes. Like something's got to give because my quality of life like is shit already. Like it was, I don't feel well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I physically. Like how much worse can we get? Yeah, like I don't feel well. I was going through things from a few months before in, yeah. in a bad relationship that wasn't really a, whatever that was. Trying to figure, we can, we can get into that. We can get into it. I'm, I'm down for that. But let me finish this one because I'll never talk about or finish talking about being fat. So that was, I was just going through a lot of weird things in the past few months before that. So I eat this breakfast. And again, I just feel absolutely disgusting. And I say to myself, all right, there's no reason for me to feel ill for the rest of my life. And I know that I have irritable bowel syndrome, but I don't know shit about it. Like, I really don't know what this is, how it interacts with my body, and what I should be doing about it. This is something that no specialist, by the way, I saw many of them over the past seven years, ever said to me, had never heard these words, these letters, and I should look up what it means, um, because I highly recommend this diet. Oh, my phone is off. With the FODMAP? Yeah, I forget exactly what it stands for, but... I decide to do some research and that day changed my life forever. So there's this diet. He's looking it up so we can tell you the correct names for these acronyms. So read FODMAP. FODMAP. Okay. One of a group of compounds thought to contribute to the Ooh. symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome. You're punching the shit out of this microphone ev- like that. every two minutes. I'm done. To the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome in similar gastrointestinal disorders. The term is used mainly with reference to a diet that is low in these compounds, which are mainly carbohydrates. Okay. Barley food, what the barley, yogurt, apples, apricots, pears, cauliflower. I don't think that no, this, yeah, this just, isn't giving me like no. the yeah. It doesn't yeah. It doesn't really matter. Well, the names do if you're interested. But anyways, it's F O D M A P FODMAP. So I look up online what could be done for irritable bowel syndrome. Immediately, FODMAP is thrown in my face. I started looking into it. This is the Monash University in Australia. Essentially, just figured out that all of these factors and food the FODMAPs okay um I forget again their names but all of these different things in the foods that I eat interact with the bacteria in my gut completely different than someone like you so I guess maybe the top five foods that I used to eat all the time that are completely fuck me up sometimes if I eat them in excessive quantities are onions mushrooms avocado cream like heavy cream cream cheese um, and gluten. Are, oh, oh, this shit is wild. I can't got? read these. Here you. we go. Stands for fermentable oligosaccharides. Yes, right. Disaccharides, mm-hmm. monosaccharides, and polyols. Yes. So these are all little things that are part of food. I forget what, like, some of these are sugars. It has Yeah, to like polyols, which are short-chain carbohydrates, sugars. Yeah. That the small intestines, and small intestine absorbs poorly. Yes. Yeah. Some people experience digestive distress after eating them. Yes, that's very, very, very <laughs> nicely put. <laughs> you, uh, you have some distress. What? Yeah. Yeah, my whole life. So... I get that figured out. I changed my diet. And in two weeks, I have 
like I know what being healthy feels like. I had no idea. And something that I read, I, I went crazy in information. This one blog said, once you experience feeling healthy and, and having a healthy gut, that's that's a it sounds like a funny term, but it's very real. I, like, I imagine it's like a healthy stomach. That shit is different. You will forget what being ill has felt like. And then you'll cheat for a day or two. And then that fucks you up. And it's like, oh, my God. Right. Like, I told, like I, it's only been two days. And that has been my life for seven years. But feeling this good completely made me forget about how ill I have felt for pretty much my whole life. So, yeah, I got into the FODMAP diet. I don't follow it as strictly as I should. I am trying to make those changes with vegetables. I just really love vegetables. And I cannot eat most of my favorite ones, which are broccoli, broccolini, asparagus, onions, mushrooms. So now I have to steer towards carrots and green beans, which is fine. <laughs> but I could imagine that that shift being wildly dramatic. I mean, that's a drastic oh, shift. I mean, from unhealthy because you're saying feeling good in your gut and you and you even took the time to try to convince me that that's a thing. We're talking about the core. Yes. Right. The core of your being. Think about any core to anything in life. That's right. We're talking about the quintessence. Yes. Right? What holds yes. everything together, the main pillar. Yes. I imagine that being wildly different. Yeah, that's amazing. I've I've often thought about the things that, you know, as you you know, what's funny is we'll 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 get into this too, because we've taken quite some time with the fat talk. But Yeah, it has been the <laughs> the, the other thing that happened, which is a lot of the reason why you're here to talk yes. today. And that that change must have been insane. How many things I have come across, maybe the listeners have come across that has changed your life and you didn't you just ran into it. You didn't know that life could have been that much better. And if you did, did. you would have been doing this and thing. That's so crazy to just even hear you say that. I didn't know that I could have a good quality. Like, I didn't know that I could have a good quality of life. A I, lot I had of no people, idea. most people don't. I had no don't. idea. In whatever facet they're deficient in, people don't know that life could be better. They don't, they don't know. But they spin the same story that you yeah, did before. This is it's it. like, no, you're naive. You, maybe your life can be that way. Right. My life can't. Right. I can't do that. I can't do this. So then th those are those rut stories yes. I was talking about that put you in a place where you'll, you'll never get out. You'll never yeah. do anything. Of course, you're not going to get any better. Be and as, as cliche as it is or as corny as it is, it's because you don't believe. No, 100%. you don't. Be you don't believe in 100%. yourself. So, of course, you're not going to you're not going to yeah. make any changes. 100%. So, yeah, go ahead and be a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's on you. I figured that one out the hard way. But yeah, the, the, again, I've talked about it on here before. The memory foam topper to my to my bed. Yes. I think back like, what was I doing before this? Right. Right. The 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 blind the the blackout curtains yes, that I have. That was huge for you. I'm just sitting in here going to sleep with stock blinds. That is insane. Sunshine all all through the shit, but correlation because you know that yes. I just learned that. Pirates wear yes. eye patches or they like they I don't know. Pirates still. Yo, pirates are definitely still a thing. They just don't look like yeah, that. Motherfuckers right. are just on water thieves. For sure. Yo, they getting, have to be. yo, being on a ship today, 2021 and getting hit by a fucking ship of pirates is crazy. That's insane. That's like insane. you're just out of seeing it. No, I'm I feel like 
I even heard something about that a few months ago. Some pirates? Not pi- well, essentially, like someone got pirates? yeah, they got robbed. Yeah. Oh man! By, like on the sea. Yeah. Yo, see, yo, like it has to be happening. Sea thieves? Why not? Yo, sea thieves in 2021 is crazy. Like still getting hit by a ship by a ship of pirates. That would be like you're just fucking out fishing luck. with your family. Your luck is some ass. As <laughs> well. Uh, so we're gonna talk about cool things. Oh yeah, pirates wearing yes. this patch because again. An amazing fact, by the way, that blew my mind. I know, right? I hope it's real. But mm. <laughs> the whole thing being, but, but makes it, sense. Yeah, it kind no, of it makes, makes sense. 100%. Okay, pirates wearing a patch yes. on the eye, not because for some reason out at sea, <laughs> all these guys just keep just losing one eye. <laughs> I was. I always thought that. I'm like, why are these pirates keep losing one eye? I just was ignorant. I always thought this is just like a pirate thing. Like you just for some you lose reason, an, yeah, something they lose, happens. They live rough them. lives. You lose an eye every now and again. Like it's, yeah, it's pirate shit. This is life, right? Completely incorrect. Yes. They get used to the dark with an eye. Right. And it somehow, I don't understand how brain works. Right. Linked to the Oculus, but. Hmm ignites this night vision yes. tool and so that when you go into darkness like they had to do down in the lower decks where there was not a lot of light getting in there Especially getting back in there then. you could already see in the dark because your your eyesight had become accustomed to it yeah. it's a very 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 cool fact in that same sense i think that's why the fuck i was just sleeping with 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 stock blinds yeah. in the sun coming right through, and I'm sleeping somehow in the middle of the day. Because you've I been here for how many years? Because I'm just been looking into the light. Yeah, your eyes are completely accustomed. To that it. when I close my That's eyes, it's okay. Like the light within the darkness right. is okay. I've been accustomed to <laughs> the it. The light within the darkness is quite poetic. The light within the darkness. It's like my life. <laughs> I found a whole lot of that actually, but. The next thing that I came across that I ran into and I wrote a Google oh, review. man. God bless you. And that I was wrote fucking beautiful. a Google review that about it generous. because I do not lie about these things. If anyone you has don't. something to, if they want me to go, even if it's on the podcast, yeah. like I'm not just fitting to just shoot rainbows and Skittles up your asshole. We need like, to get you a P.O. box so people can send stuff over. Like I'm legit. That's I'm telling you like it is. And that yeah. doesn't mean I'm just going to nullify every good thing. I'm going to go through with the fine-tooth comb and tell you the things that I think about your product and or service. And there's going to be pros and cons. Yeah, that's that's something I very much appreciate about you. And I knew that when I asked you to write a review, because not only did I want your feedback, I wanted your beautiful words to, to grace my page. But I knew that you would only say truthful things. Oh, like, for sure. You are so intentful with your words and everything in your life, really. But but especially in communication that I had no doubt that you were going to try to guess my brand, my products, or myself up if that's not how you felt. So one of the things that I said, I think it was the very first thing that I said, like how I started I it so. off with is as you go through life, every now and again, you stumble across something and you didn't know that you needed it or yeah. that it would drastically heighten the quality of your life. Oh my and God. <laughs> until, until. This feels you, different. Until, I see you, you get emotional <laughs> over there. Until you bump creation. into it. But it's, but it's like that though. It's like that. 
Oricun Botanicals. This is the other one of the other main things that changed your life. Yes. During quarantine. Completely. Okay. So now we 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 gonna stop being fat. We gonna yeah. <laughs> we go. You you took up yoga. I did you yoga took for up, four months without stomping. You took a whole day. different diet. Yep. And you lost. Almost fifty pounds. Almost fifty <laughs> pounds just through dieting. Yeah, and in some like yoga. four months. In yeah. four months, which was crazy. I had no idea that was even possible. By the way, that was never my intention. Which is really fucking awesome. That's what I, I guess, enjoy most about my journey is that I never really went into any of these changes with. All right, I'm gonna get healthier and, and be, I guess, a more fit version. I just knew there were things that I had to do, and then everything just kind of came together. And then, for some yes. reason or another... Well, there is a reason. Right. Yes. Go. Okay, so I have always been into natural things, natural products. Chia products. Mama. Chia Mama. Earth Lady. <laughs> lady of the Earth. Lady of the Earth. you had said. Sorry. Yes, it's, I like that one a little better. But I've just always been into these products. They're quite nice. I wasn't aware until I started my own skincare brand that these products were not as healthy as they, I guess, seen from the outside. Your natural products? No, the products I was using before. Okay. Yes, thank you. So it's quarantine time. I am using these. I found this body butter at, at TJ Maxx that I really enjoyed. It was really nice. I just started experimenting with different lotions, different textures. I was finding a lot of cool products at TJ Maxx. If you know me, you know that's my motherfucking shit. <laughs> I love TJ Maxx. <laughs> so bargain shopper, you know, so I am using all these cool little products. And something I have always struggled with is extremely dry and sensitive skin. I have tried everything under the sun to try to get moisture and hydration in my skin and, and try to retain it. it hasn't really worked out. And I had just a rough time with that. But I really enjoyed this lotion. But then we get stuck at the house. And Did you ever go to any dermatologists? Or no, you were just trying did, to figure it out. I on did the fly. for for not necessarily the dryness of my skin, but honestly, this sounds horrible, and I I don't have this view at the moment. But I have had so many illnesses that I have gone to experts experts for, and not a single one of them has been even remotely close to to figured out. Mm-hmm. That that never even crossed my mind, right? Because I you had lost your faith in professionals. And the only reason I found out about my thyroid was because a nurse practitioner saw that my neck like just looked a little bit because I had a um, an enlarged nodule. Okay. Yeah. And that's and she and I still have it. I can feel it right now. But it just like it just came out just enough and she felt it. And that's God bless her. She's the only reason I know. <laughs> I, I really do feel like I would have never found that out mm. because no one would have ever mentioned that. And I've had that for years. Yeah. Like that nodule has been there. So anyways. Always had the affinity with clean products, struggling with skin that is extremely dry and sensitive. But again, that's just a way of life for me. So I just kind of gave up on that. I'm just going to try to do my best with whatever products are available to me. And then we get stuck at the house. We can't leave and stores are closed. So I can no longer go to TJ Maxx to buy anything because no one's leaving their house for months. And I try to find these brands online, but then the demand is so high that shipping is through the roof. Mm. So now I'm getting this shit for like $3.99 at TJ Maxx. Now it's like 15 bucks online and I have to pay shipping. Like I'm not in the mood to do that. Yeah, you're damn right. People were killing each other over Hell toilet yeah. paper. So you already noticed some good creams wasn't, you know, Everything. that wasn't going to happen. So I, I knew that I didn't want to spend the money on that. 
And then I thought to myself one day, and I don't really know how this, I've never really thought about making anything homemade. Like I just never, like I did a face mask every once in a while that I looked up, but that was really the extent of it. And then I thought, how hard can it be to make a soap? Because I, I, oh, I used to have a great, it's called Olivia and something I used to find at TJ Maxx. Love their soaps. It was natural lavender soaps. Lavender is my go-to scent. So I started with soaps and I just did a little bit of research, got some things and I got soaps kind of figured out. And then I thought to myself, well, if I can make a soap, like maybe I should try to make a body butter, like some lotion. And I seemed to do okay with that. And then I thought, you know, I'm going to make these for myself. Like maybe people locally will want them too. Like no one can leave their house. Okay. How long between maybe I need to get some stuff because I'm not paying for these ridiculous prices online to maybe I can sell this. How long? Like, a, like less than a week. <laughs> like I, I had all the time oh, okay, in the so, world. Okay. So this didn't, okay. So this didn't stay like a, a personal thing for too long. No, because I just. But it did start as I just need. I need. Yeah, this. it was for me. Yeah, hundred percent. So I figured out like I spent hours researching. Like I just spent so much time trying to get as much information as I wanted. I bought a few little things here and there. Then I made some soaps. Then I made some lotions, and they seem fine. And again, or I should say, not then again. I haven't said it before. I never started this idea as a business. Like it was. That was never going to be a business. It was, it was never so, idea. okay, that should be said. So even yes. a week after when you thought maybe other people were like this, even at that juncture, we're not talking about a business. No, I just thought that maybe some local people, because it's a small community. I lived in Edinburgh, Virginia. You're going to drive County. around like the newspaper woman, except you're going to yeah. be throwing creams at people yeah. instead of newspapers. It was more so soaps. I started with the soaps. The lotions, I, I held on a bit until I kind of got them really figured out and I really understood what I was doing. But the soaps were quite easy and I really liked them. Okay. The qualities. I was like, oh, maybe people will want some homemade soaps like for two to three dollars, whatever. Yeah. Like okay. I, so you were going to sell them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like I didn't have a business. It was just like the soap and then I'll reach out to you. You and weren't we thinking about a whole business model and no, what it was going to be six was, months down the road. I was thinking like five soaps a month. Yeah. You like, weren't thinking of a website. Ne- no, that was never going to be a thing. An Instagram page. Nothing. It was like, which a- by the way, Instagram page. Yes, all of my social media. It is Borinquen Botanicals. B O R I N Q U E N B O T A N I C A L S. Borinquen Botanicals. Borinquen Botanicals. We're going to take a slight diversion yes. from the story. What is that for everyone? Okay, so before Puerto Rico was populated by the Spaniards and, 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 and all the whites and everyone else, it was populated and everyone else populated by Tainos, which is a, a Native American Indian. I believe they were Southern American at one point, but it was just this Native American population solely in Puerto Rico, and they called the island Borinquen. So it used to be written with a K, I believe, instead of a Q U E N. It was like K N, and that just means the land of the great. Is it valiant? Valiant? No, valiant. Valiant lords or the great lord. Damn. Yeah, so that's what it meant. Damn. And also, for people that don't know, Puerto Rico in Spanish is Puerto Rico, which means rich port. Mm. Because we used to, everyone used to come to Puerto Rico and and import products there. And we had plenty of pirates trying to steal those. Mm. So. That'd be 
piratas. Los piratas. Yes. Ah, los piratas de quebradillas. Ah. Uh, so my mom loves them. Okay. She'll never listen to this. But anyways. Um, so yes, that is, that's how the idea came about. And it's not as profound as it kind of sounds. I just really wanted something that would stand out. It wasn't necessarily to just bring out the Puerto Ricanness in me and, and, I guess because I just loved my my island so much and, and all of these things. It, it was just the name is just a part of my culture. And I thought that it would be eye-catching. Yeah. So there's not a huge, huge connection there. But And the website is just boricuanbotanicals.com? Yes. Right. And then Facebook and Instagram are, yeah, so you would just have to type that in. So yeah. it's either a slash, I believe, mm-hmm. if you're looking it up that way. Um, but, yes, so... Where were we? Well, so so that's what Boricuan is, right? Yes, so. Boricuan. And and if you probably have heard the term if you know Puerto Rican people in your life, we that is so a Boricua. Yeah, that is so a very, very popular term is Boricuas. Mm-hmm. Um so you wouldn't I guess call someone a Puerto Rican if, if you're from there. It's just Boricua. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's been pretty cool. Um we work together. Mm-hmm. Um in case that comes up in conversation. But I I was just telling you I've had a few tables that I have waited on and just people that hear me just listening to the accent we have such a peculiar slang-ish spanish or spanglish accent that when you hear that anywhere like you quickly just be like hey what are you like yeah, and yeah. that just changes everything so i've had a few cool moments in the past few weeks yeah. with with fellow puerto ricans so so yes that is what burinkan means and and Boricua. thing that you miss most <sighs> about the homeland the culture and the people the culture and the people there is a certain sort form of of warmth and and just hospitality and just familiarity in strangers and just the whole i guess island that is it's really a mistake strangers don't seem so strange they don't and yeah. that is not to say that the whole island is just full of beautiful fun loving caring people there are plenty plenty of horrible unwelcoming and and quite rude people certain of it so that is not to say that all of us are just absolutely gorgeous people that that just love to love and hug and kiss but yeah there's there's something about and i think i spoke to you about this before because one of the tables that i waited or not i didn't even wait on our co-worker just was like hey she's puerto rican they're puerto rican go talk to right her. Yeah, yeah and that was really how that went i had full dirty dishes on my hand she took them off she said hey puerto rican go yeah and i was like ah. do the puerto rican thing yeah do the puerto rican that's dance. what i did <laughs> and it was just these two middle like mid 30s 30 year old gentlemen with their wives and their children and these men embraced me like I was her long lost sister. Mm. Like there was just like, oh my God, like, hey, how are you? And a hug and a kiss. And they're just so excited to just have another Puerto Rican in presence. Again, I literally just met these people two seconds before. And I was embraced in such a way that I just sat there in a moment. I was like, wow, it's been such a long time because I haven't been back home in almost three years in May that I have felt that because you don't like that's just not the American way. Okay. Yeah, it's not okay. Yeah, well, no, I'm. I, I have no squabbles about that. Yeah, of no, course. yeah, that's just not how things are done here. So I think that's what I definitely miss about the most is just kind of going anywhere and and people just have these funny little 
I guess inviting saints of mi amor, cariño, bella, preciosa, que mm. and this is for right, everyone right. in anything, shape, size, color. Mm -hmm. Like it's not solely for women or very attractive men. That is just for anybody all of the time. Right. So that's that's really nice and welcome. And of course the food, but that's kind of second for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. get and you gotta put a whole lot of that behind you now anyway. Yeah. Ooh, that, I have ooh. to put pretty much all of it behind me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I decided the next time I go, I'm gonna pick like one day where I will try some things, but yeah, I can't have pretty devil, much anything. Devil get behind me, I'm loose some free. free. Shout out to man. Mikhail, man. <laughs> <laughs> Devil get praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Mikhail. Lucifer. Is is there any so then when you feel that type of connection to these people, just simply because you all came from the same island, is there any real confusion about how we are so divided as people? through racism if you feel this yes. warmth and this togetherness with just these people right that all they have to do is come from that island that's it. and it's a whole thing is there any real confusion and i'm not the thing is i'm not justifying racism no, right? no a million percent absolutely maybe not. maybe i'm not i, I don't know mm. but 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 what i am doing is i'm shedding some light yes Right, because some people expect there to be no sort of disconnect amongst people that are not from the same yes. tribe, right? And you expect for everyone to give everyone else the same type of love and genuine concern as you think you would have for people of your own tribe, right? Right. Is there real confusion there? Do you do you understand why that's why that's the case? I mean, because again, it's not as though simply because they're not from that island, you now have to hate them. Right. No. But you're not feeling that connection no. with anyone else. You're walking around America saying, I'm looking around too, and just seeing people pay no you know, it still strikes me. It's it's really interesting because I was just walking through the store the other day and it's it, crazy. It's it, crazy out there. It's weird that it it strikes me so late in life that I'm still looking right. around. It's not like this is any different than what I've usually right. seen. But when I told you I went to that coffee shop and these two ladies came and sat yes. down next to me, you know, complimenting complimented me on my sweater, and then we got in all this sort of conversation. And I told them that they were just two bright lights in this That's place. That's what they sounded like to me, the way that you described them. That's funny that you say that. And then they told me how much they love Jesus and, and a bunch of other stuff came up. But And, and that's completely fine. Right, that's fine. But the, the place was packed. But you can still see if you have you sharp eyes, yes. certain people stand out. And they happen to be a couple of these people. Yes. And I told them that. And they were very humble and modest. And they said, well, listen, it's all Jesus. We love Jesus. It ain't us. I just don't Damn. I just don't want you to think that it's because of us that you feel this way about us. And I said, may I challenge you? Mm. That's fine. I and and I will I will accept what you said if you will be open to this statement. You have done the work to strengthen that relationship between yourself and your God, correct? And she was just like, Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah, yeah, yes, I have. I was like, okay, that's all. 
That's all I wanted to. That's all I want to say. I, I don't have any. I don't have anything else. Yeah, yeah she ain't really have She's much like, else. Her <laughs> friend was just like, "Well, you know what? That's that's very beautiful. Thank you so much for saying that. Mm. You know, especially in this in this day and age. But I don't know. People have maybe always been saying in this day and age. Because yeah. it's not like because people be like life is crazy, but it's like no, like, life is it's, it's always you, gonna be like, evolving in a crazy way. It's like always oh, crazy times. You just happen to be alive for it. Yes, it, it's always been crazy. You're not gonna give me any point, any period in life where shit wasn't crazy. For sure. Like you just happen to be some Sodom and Gomorrah. You, that my father used to tell me. Wait, what is it? Wait, it's what? in the Bible. That uh, was like Jesus time. People yeah. were fucking Jesus. raping, killing each other. But that's yeah, but, it's been it. Yeah, so forever. that's the whole thing. So. You just happen to be aware. You just happen to be a conscious being yes. while this is happening. So you're experiencing the craziness. But she said, yeah, you just very rarely meet people that, again, aren't afraid or apprehensive about other people and their motives. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of cynicism going around. Yes. You heard me talk about this when it comes to just taking in so much information from social media. You're not really talking to people, which is another which was imperative again in our development you yes. and our development in a friendship because in a time when people needed people the most people didn't have yeah a lot of people didn't have someone to to talk to so we got to see a whole lot of change happen for us but yeah but people are afraid they read a bunch of stories about a bunch of different people and a bunch of different factions of people, it's like, oh, it's red, it's blue, it's up, it's down. Yeah. It's, you know, the people that fight for this cause and the people that fight for this cause. And you read all these things. And again, people like your past self scrolling on social media eight hours a day. In life. And you're not in touch with people like that. So you just, you're believing what's coming on there and you become narrower, narrower, and, and more scared, more frightened, more afraid of believing people. Believing your own virtual reality. More cynic. Yeah. More cynical. So she just said, it's just great to see nice people. Yes. As simple as that sounds. Which is crazy that that's even a statement that you can make. <laughs> it's just nice to run into a nice person every now and again that really looks at you, looks at you when they're looking yes. at you. And it's takes present. <laughs> present. Takes their time when speaking to you. Yes. Tries their best to understand you. Yo, coming into contact with someone where you know that their objective in conversation is to understand you. Oh, shit. That's different. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's oh, that's crazy. Different. It's been a minute. That's crazy. Since I've, I've come across some people like that. Yeah, because a lot people are walking around trying to let you know something. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a lot of what it is. Let me, in case you didn't know, let, let me, me tell, tell you. you. <laughs> let me tell you what right. life is. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's, it's a very, very... Um, Beautiful thing. And I kind of forget where I was going with all this, but the whole point is. We were talking about racism. and. and well, yeah. So so, so the whole point is it's not necessarily justification, but I think that it is some insight. You could you could see why that would be the case. Yes. Which is, because something I remember and, and maybe these are some false memories or they're a bit skewed, but I very much remember growing up and not really. I knew obviously racism was a thing. Of course, it wasn't that I, I lived in a, under a rock and, and didn't know anything. But we have so many different colors and shades, especially in my family, that 
it was very like you didn't hear about racism all of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was obviously it's happening. People are getting killed. Whatever the the hate crimes may be, that is extremely prevalent. But it's not happening as often, and especially because we're a smaller. I like we're tiny compared. I mean, we're nothing compared to the United States of America. So that's definitely a big part of it. But I, I took some friends to Puerto Rico two years ago, last time I was there, and watching them interact with the whole island and watch the island interact with them was one of the most beautiful things I have ever experienced. Mm. Because two of them, I took five friends. Two of them were a married couple. The other one was engaged, and then it was my other best friend and I. And they had been to Puerto Rico before, so they kind of knew what it was about, and they loved it. But these other three individuals had not. And the one guy... He was quite outgoing and he I just saw him just kind of come alive in this place and not realize that strangers could be so warm and welcoming because that's not where he grew up, especially because of his background. But I just I remember watching them all of the time and interacting with the environment around them. And they were just over the moon. We had this, um, we rented a beautiful Airbnb and this gentleman, he was kind of the, the groundskeeper. Right. <laughs> if you may, Orlando. He only spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. I was the only person in the house that spoke Spanish out of six people. Right. So if he needed something or if we needed something, I had to be translating. And one day I was in the bathroom and I come out of my bathroom because we all felt pretty comfortable with each other. And they're just like shooting the shit with Orlando. Right. They don't know any Spanish. He doesn't know any English. And he's been there for like 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going so on So they're here? just making noises at each yeah, other, like, like gestures. Were, right, and they're offering coffee, and he's trying to, like, look up things on his phone. And I just came out, and they're like, oh, like, we were waiting for you. Like, he has some things to tell you. But I was like, oh, no one came and got me out of whatever I was doing. I wasn't aware. But they were having a great time, and I just thought, wow. Like, I don't see this really ha- – like, I've never seen this happen before. Mm. Not with another language barrier, nothing right. like that. So, yeah, they're – I think – Things are a little bit different. And, and this reminds me of the talk that you were having with Mikhail and, and Sylvia about boundaries, mm-hmm. about children having their own boundaries. And, and we had our own conversation about that. But it just reminded me that everyone is just encouraged to to be physical and open and, and embrace each other. Right. And not 100%, obviously, of the people are like that. That makes sense. But the majority of the people are. And, and that's already it. A sense of 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 safety and community. Yeah, like you're sure. you're not walking around thinking like, oh, what if he's gonna steal my purse? Like, what if she's out here trying to steal things with her children? Like, that's not happening all of the time. Right. I feel like because of the background, so that could be a reason as to why we feel the way that. Yeah, it's just it's different because again, these the situations at work have just hit me in such a way. I waited on this big party. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And this lady, Anna, she just hugged me and kissed me on my cheek, like with my mask on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but if it was so natural yeah. for her, yeah. like it was this, like she would have done this to anyone else back home. But here's this girl with a mask on, and she's just like, "Oh my god, you're so great." I was like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. this feels like my grandmother." Right. Like this is phenomenal. Yeah. So I all that shit just fucking fills me up with. But see, that's love. another thing you said. It feels like my grandma. That's what I'm saying. Like people of whatever race. They see someone else, it reminds them of their mom, their yeah. grandma, their aunt, it, which then in turn is going to remind them of maybe like a Christmas. It's going to remind right. them, it's going to give them nostalgic feeling. It's going to, it says to them, it makes them feel home. Yes, like coming home. Right. And how do you, 
how do you combat that? This that should, I'm like, how, telling you, it's amazing. It's so phenomenal to feel that. And again, like I could just go on and just talk about those two things together because these middle-aged men have never seen me before, but we're just so gleeful and excited and joyous and just happy to be here with me. Mm. And and it was just a phenomenal exchange. We just talked about where what they're doing, what I'm doing, the life back home. And, and there's something for me in hearing that very true Puerto Rican accent. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it just it feels so warm. <laughs> See, I'm so I'm so glad that I was raised around so many different types of people. I was put in so many different types of situations. Right. That bore so many opportunities for me to get outside of the cage because I speak to so many people, especially nowadays, (laughs) so many people, but I find some bit of home in all of them. Yeah. But, but it's only because I've been exposed. Maybe that's one of the reasons why, why, why I find them. Yeah. Because I've been exposed to so many different kinds of people, so many different kinds of, in, in ways of thinking, yeah. different ways of living. And, I, and I've been open to that. So I find home in, in everyone. I am just truly, it's funny because you and I were having a conversation the other day about human beings having layers. Yes. <laughs> and And the layers being clearly beneath the surface. Yes. And how you felt at that time. That if the layers are beneath the surface, but yet no one can access them and realize them, turn them into something, then it doesn't, they might as well, they don't count. Right. It doesn't really matter that the I layers are there. I did that for a moment. You did? Yes. And I found that to be so interesting, clearly. Yes. Because of how in tune I believe myself to be with myself and how much existential excavation I have done throughout the years and learning about myself again the finding the light in the darkness that I've spoken about before with the pirates I know how deep people are now we call again people surface oh they're superficial they're surface on the surface their surface. Yes. But there are layers to everyone, beautiful layers to everyone that that even make the surface what it is. Yeah. Okay? And then we've been through this, right? The, the layers do matter, and I believe that. I would like to, <laughs> on the record, they, they do matter. I had a moment. I, I, I yes, they, I believe it. So. I really do. So that realization and me being just even being able to articulate that and maybe that helped it click in someone else's mind that listens to this i hope it does it helped click in my mind and that's why i was having such a hard time with it it wasn't that i i didn't agree with you per se it was just like i don't see what you're talking about like right. i don't understand it and, and then it clicked and then it happened yes i happen to be able to have a, a certain level of, of observational prowess, yes. if you will. That's a great way to put that. And it allows me to see certain things in people's or on people's surface that 
I believe, to give me certain insights about what's beneath the surface. And so because that is the case, I find people to be wildly interesting, wildly interesting to the point where you said to me the other day talking about a a certain someone, they are boring. They don't have interest. If they have interest, it's five. You can count on one hand how many interests they have. They are the most uninteresting person I've ever met. And in my mind, I thought, wow, how interesting is that? (laughs) How interesting is it to be, quote unquote, an uninteresting person? To, To think that you only have a few interests. That is so interesting to me. And that's I think that's why I was having a hard time with understanding what you were saying because in my mind is is not that I think that this person is just boring it just sometimes infuriates me for them because they have zero interest in finding out about these layers in in all all of these amazing things that the world has to offer that's why they only have five interests because they don't care to figure anything else out right 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 exactly <clears throat> um the desire and or the capability. Yes. And also that and too, by sure. the way, if we're going to say that those two may be synonymous, the, yeah. de- the desire may be because I don't know, may be a capability. Right. That's very true. The, which is which is something very deep. It's very it's profound. Very and, and people ought to give that some some yeah. thought. The desire to have desire, to have a true curiosity about life, a true Fervor. Fervor. Okay. Also, true, shout out to my kid. <laughs> again, for time. the third time. <laughs> for, all right. Like to have a true earnestness and, and want to, for more. Yes. That may be a capability. That may not just be right. laziness yeah. from someone. It could just be they don't they that. don't have the desire yeah. and curiosity factor yeah. in them. But that just like that shit just blows my mind. <laughs> Like even trying to conceptualize that, but it's intru- but it, it interests is. you absolutely, and absolutely. So, so my whole point is, when I look at people and I talk to people, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm blown away. Like every time, for some reason or another, they may know it, they may not know it. I may not let them know it all. But when I talk to people, they're showing so much more than they think that yeah. they are to me. Right. And it just just the layers, the compounding of all the information and all the traumas, all the past experiences, all the knowledge that they've gotten on the way, all the emotions in any given moment during the conversation, all these things being stirred in the pot at once. And I and I get to see it. It is very cool, by the way. And, And I guess it just feels different because we're sitting across from each other in pod mode. But it is very cool to just know someone in your life that has such a deep and genuine curiosity in in human beings. Oh, yeah. Like that, that, because it sounds even kind of funny. I've never even thought of that before you started mentioning that to me. Curiosity in general or just curiosity? No, just of humanity and the human experience. Mm. Like that, that concept in itself, I don't think I've heard really many people outside from the intellectual dark web <laughs> mm. um, talk about these things. So I think that's that's very, very awesome because to me, it, it's it's a very smaller version of that. It's more so about myself 
and why other people not or why other people are not as curious <laughs> and as open and, and as vulnerable as I am, which is mm, a horrible way to look at it. For sure. Yeah. So which is why I'm taking things in, into consideration and making changes in my life. But you know, but yeah, I think that's absolutely phenomenal that because yours is so genuine and it's for just everyone and everything. There's not a certain group of people, there's not a I guess a certain niche that, that you go after is just humans and the human experience and what's what's behind all the layers. I think that's very awesome. Yeah, I mean for people especially people Listen, I like I like puzzles. Yeah. I like problem tip. solving. I like those things. Yeah. So I'm looking at someone and they believe that they're uninteresting or that they have nothing to share or nothing to contribute to this entire world that they inhabit. <laughs> sounds so crazy. But that's but that's Wow, I know it's just insane to just hear those words sometimes. <laughs> it's very interesting being the problem solver. Yeah. Being the puzzler, the riddler. I can only imagine. Right? Trying to peel back those layers and, and figure out what they may not even know about themselves. Yeah. A, yeah, a, that's the biggest one. <laughs> it's a very cool thing to have conversations with someone and just and just slow step it. Just go through things with people and have realizations happen for them. As you speak to them. It's the coolest. It's the coolest. Also, everyone, if you are ever interacting with Earl, just know that he's performing medical tests on your brain and you have no idea. Um, it, 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 you could be talking about fucking washing dishes. He is examining you. Well, but no. Well, we talked about this before that people have if you the, the, be, the best way to look at it, I think, metaphorically speaking, is is a pool. Right. So you, you have the, the shallow end where all the babies stand. Yes. Three, yes, yes, three yes. feet. Right. And you can have very surface conversation about surface things, about shallow things. That was a good one, too. I like that. So analogy. you can go stand over there in the three foot area of the pool. Yes. And just and just scrape the surface. Just be there. Your head's above water. You're having a great old time. And you can go over to the deep end of the pool. And you can still tread water and be surface. You yes. can have very surface conversations about deep topics. Very, very And true. you very easily fool people into thinking that you're a deep person. That fake deep is what it's called. Because you over there in the deep end, but yeah. you treading water. Yeah. Now, yeah, it, now you can, you now if you're one of these types of people, you know how to hold your breath, you know how to swim. Yes. You can get deep into the deep end of the pool. Also, in the shallow end, you can put your head underwater and you can get deeper into yeah. shallow conversation. Yes. And that is and that is not a dig at you. That that was just a funny little joke. That's never funny. But <laughs> but just it's We're gonna work on your delivery. We're, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some it's, delivery it's really courses. Bad, man. It's, it's, it's all of them comedy just is all delivery. It's I have a horrible delivery every single time. But it is appreciative because of course I have seen it happen many times since we started this pod episode of you helping me in conversation and then I'm blabbling a little bit and maybe this has to be cleaned up. So I I very much appreciate that help. Of, of your prowess. Yeah, I actually still have this tab open and we should probably get back to it. Okay, so now you're past the week of doing the Buddhism yes, Botanicals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so again, in my mind, I'm going to like sell like three soaps a month to whomever wants them. Maybe. That's really all the business that I was thinking of. Just one or two things a month. 
But then I posted the soaps and then I got like 20 orders. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Right. Because if my soaps weren't really that great, like three people complained to me like, oh, sure. Like, whatever. Like, I wasn't really, I guess, trying to do anything off of this. But I have 20 orders, which is more than 20 soaps. Some people were ordering like four soaps at a time. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck are you trusting me with this? <laughs> like, I just told you on Facebook that I just started making soaps like two weeks ago. You're going to buy five of them? Like, all right, but like, what if they're not good? So I, I really went in crazy production mode, and I was just experimenting with soaps for like three days. And I'm just making batches. I'm like, all right, wash your hands. Like, my, like, Dad, every time you take a shower, like, try this soap. Like, I'm just having – they're the only people that I have. Yeah, you have your little guinea and pigs. Thankfully, so so they, they worked well in my father, thankfully. It's funny. I don't know why. I should ask my mom why she's not interested in natural clean products it just she's never taken an interest in them. So so my father, he's very much into to health and, and wellness. She doesn't have the desire to know. She does not. So he was definitely I guess quite helpful with, with his description of what he did like and didn't like. And he's quite honest, <laughs> brutally honest, some may say, which is which is a good thing. So he helped me a lot with that. But yeah, so I started shipping out the soaps and people seemed to kind of like them. And, and I just started getting better and experimenting with them. And then something just kind of rung in my head. And I've always been very business-like minded. Like I have always known that I have a little knack for... Just business related things like I knew that I could become an entrepreneur like that didn't seem like a completely insane idea. Okay. I knew that I didn't know a lot of, of the intricacies and then the specifics, especially with financials. That's the one that's kind of messed me up the most and I've had to learn the most about that. But just how to interact with people. I, I know how to make websites. That's something that helped me a lot. I, I have sort of an IT background, not an IT background. Um what is the word I would use for that? I mean, um, eh, maybe. why not? Information technology? Yeah, too, my not? father has been in IT his whole life. So I just grew up with computers and I was making websites from an early age on, on WordPress. So I, I thankfully had that under my belts as well. I don't know what's all entailed under computer science, but maybe some of that. Yeah, web designing, web I would design. say. Yeah, computer science related. So I, I've had a little leg up on that, thankfully, thanks to my father. So... All of these things started clicking in my mind. I was like, hmm, like, let me start making some butters. So I started with body butters. And those looking back now <laughs> were not the best. Right. Yeah, just I didn't know the cooling period and, and texture. So they, they were fine. They're much, much, much better now. So I started selling those. And then, again, I'm still not thinking of necessarily a business. Like, this is just going to be local. Like, I'll just tell people I have these things available. And if they want them, you know, I'll get like. I took a piss on the very first recording that I did with Keon. I remember that. You told me about that. And you could just hear the whole stream the entire time. And he's like, yo, are you taking a a piss while we're recording this? And I was like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be so strong. I didn't like I didn't know it was going to be picked up so much on the microphone. But I just say that to say the reason I interrupted you is because we all start terribly. We have to. You never. Yeah, you don't know what it's going to be. It takes it takes that time. So I'm certain that whatever it is you were doing even as trash as you think it is now, yeah. right, in hindsight, 
it was better than my first recording <laughs> on the podcast. From what that sounds like, maybe a bit. Yeah. And I will say, if you are planning to start any sort of business, you better start with a business plan. Do not try to do this shit as you go. Mm. I was not aware that a business plan was something that I should have done. Because again, I have never started a business. I just know some things about promotioning and, and production and websites. Okay, now for people out there that are wondering, well, what exactly do you mean when you say business plan? I mean, we're talking about everything. We're talking about website. We're talking about logo. We're talking about business cards. We're talking about social media. We're talking about layouts for the, I mean, everything. Pricing, um, return on investment, pulse. I mean, everything that you could possibly imagine and, and you have no idea of is part of your business plan. What is your goal? What are you what are you trying to do with this? What is your mission statement? All of that. I had Okay, cuz you you had had to go backwards then what you're saying cuz you did not start with that. No, and and I just I never could make a business plan because everything had to be made as I went. I just started learning and picking up things. It's like, "All right, now I need to add this thing here. Now I need to do that." I think as a very responsible adult trying to do something that makes a lot of sense. A lot of the times, though, even for those people, you kind of just get the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, a lot of the times things start because you enjoy it. Yes. You needed these creams and these things because you didn't want to pay these wild ass prices. Something these shipping I used to get prices. for $3.99. I was like $27. You enjoyed doing it. Yeah. You enjoyed having your own thing and that uh, the. I mean, I'm assuming the sense of accomplishment that comes from making something and being proud of putting it on your body, right? And it working. Yes. (laughs) Same thing with me. Kiana and I did this podcast because it felt good and then it continued on. So I think a lot of the times it's just we find something we're good at, something that's fun, something that fulfills us. And then the other things start to figure themselves out later on. I'm also not the most business savvy person, so don't fucking listen to me. Probably a business model is much, uh, much uh, yeah. better, effective, efficient way to go about doing if it. If you were someone like, again, I, I'm just a really fucking lucky person for some reason. And I'm, I'm truly, truly blessed. So it has been easier for me. It's still quite difficult, but I highly recommend a business model for right. anything that you're trying to start a business from. It does not have to be any skincare. Right. You'd be selling fucking lemon somewhere you need a business model (laughs) gotcha anything yeah that that really would have saved me a lot of trouble so i'm selling making a few butters and i'm just getting a lot of orders like a lot of traction is happening so i'm like okay i can't just keep writing things down on paper in an excel sheet so i need to make a website so i made a website in like a few days that was awesome i forgot how much i loved making websites and how good i was at it Mm. i i forgot about that and that's something that my parents always told me i should have done should have gone into web design and I could have done quite well, but that was not my passion. And I knew that. Okay. Tab here. Yes. We were just speaking about what it is I do and, and the, the love that I have. I sound so narcissistic on this pod sometimes it, like to, to cut you off to talk yes. about this, but, but it comes around. So the things that I do, how I love speaking to people, why I love speaking to people, the site that I have and how that, you know, pretty much fosters, all of the conversation that I have with people. And so you're, so you're now speaking about this business, having this business model, 
well, to a degree, you're learning, you're learning these things as you go. You're learning how much you love web designing again in life. And it made me think for a second Hmm. because I don't think, I mean, I, I haven't really hung around. I don't think too many women that have been super heavy into web design, computer science, my little sister, a little yeah. bit, right? IT. But you and I did have a conversation. I felt like it was worth just at least glossing over hmm. again. I told you that through my <laughs> through my going through the analytics of the podcast, it seems like women listen to this podcast. Yes. A lot, mostly women yes. listen to. There's a very good chance that if you're listening to my voice right now, you are a woman. You're a woman. And then we started getting into why that was. And yes. I started going through my analytical mind of like, what is happening? That was a real puzzle that you were ready to solve. Right. And for the listeners, this is what I came up with. Yes. We we've known through the the clinical psychologists that we like a whole lot, right? Jordan Peterson, and and, ha- and having to give all these stats every time he goes and gets bogged down by some interviewer somewhere. Yes. That oh, that's right. For oh in a, that in a general sense, men love to tinker with items. Yes, they love to go into the IT fields, the web designing, this, that, and the third. And there are a lot of women out there like. Melinda Gates that are trying to get more yes. women into the tech the field, right? But usually women are interested in people. Yes, the humanities. The humanities. They love to, t- to care for people, yeah. to know about them. I, I very rarely, most of the time, yo, Women, women, oh, I got a go couple ahead, things. Go ahead. Women love all the little murder mysteries. They love the murder podcast, the crime solving, all that sort of stuff. I don't know how many times I've talked to a woman and it's, I love psychology. Like, I just love to know the way the mind works and why so and so does this. Very rarely hear men speak about psychology and wanting to know what's going on in the mind and why people, that very rarely happens. It may have never happened to me. I may have never had that conversation with a man. And then I thought about our content and how I may not, I'm not a man's man in a traditional sense of you're going to come in here and we're going to hear about the 5,000 yards that so-and-so rushed in the game the other day or put someone on the game or I don't know, mechanics, cars and shit like that. Like whatever it is, guys are are talking about. But that the conversation is so fluid, it's so it's so vast, but it mostly has to do with thinking things through right. and the emotions, whether I'm being vulnerable and talking about my emotions in any sort, you know, given instance, or we're just talking about generalization and how human beings navigate this earth and the intricacies of that. Right. I was like, I think that's. I think that's what it is. Yeah, no, that was, this that was is a not, very good observation. This is not a man cave. It has it has no essence yeah. of a man cave, aside from the fact that there is a bearded man <laughs> sitting here. Right. Or sometimes two men. Sometimes two. 
But 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 even when that's the case, we over here pouring out our heart and soul to each other. You know what I mean? No, Which is not very, very man cavish. Yes. It's not very it's not manly. Sunday night football, and, man. And then I was like, damn, I just told a story on here the other day about like crying in a, in a, in a restaurant. Right. Like what? And I thought, well, yeah, what, yeah. what guy do I know that really wants to hear about that? Right. Some, some, but not too many. Compared to women. But, but if I were to sit down with a group of women... Right, and then I thought, oh, oh I was like, okay, I yes. think I, I think I figured. No, it out. No, that was very good. I I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I one. think I figured it out. Yeah. But anyway, you are into the IT. You found your love again yes. for web designing. You're building your website. Proceed. Yeah. So things just kind of evolved from there. Um, and again, this was still going to be a small little business. So I was like, okay, now we have a business, and we're only going to have these set products. It was just butters and soaps. And I think that was kind of it. I just had a few different body butters and then I did a face moisturizer. And then I was doing a little form. Like people fill out the form and it gets sent to me and then we do Venmo and PayPal and Zelle or cash or whatever it may be. So that was working out fine. But now how those orders were coming in, that's how I was making products. So it was kind of, I had way too many customizations, by the way. That's something that I learned. Mm. I was giving people way too many options for yeah. Yeah. for things that they knew nothing Absolutely about. Absolutely not. And that's something that, that I have, I need to keep remembering is that no one actually knows what the fuck I'm talking about in my products. And I and not only do I need to educate the public better about what it is that I chose for my products, but, but what, what, what it even means. Like, give what does me, this give even me mean? a product. And something cool about it, maybe that you didn't know before that you use. Um, let's see here. So I didn't know that, which maybe to me it makes me sound kind of dumb, <laughs> but that certain oils are just drastically better for dry and and just sensitive or oily skin. Mm, like different essential oils or different. So an essential oil is different than a carrier oil. Okay. An essential oil is something that. You, I mean, you have one of those over. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something for uh, an air diffuser. Mm-hmm. You can rub them on your skin. You can do a body oil infused with an essential oil. But a carrier oil is something like jojoba. You like to say jojoba. <laughs> <laughs> Grapeseed, avocado, sunflower, kokum. I mean, you. There's a plethora of those. Um, so that's a carrier oil. So that's different than than an essential oil. But I didn't know that some carrier oils were really that much better for people like Sylvia, which mm. I think is amazing that she doesn't use moisturizer. That almost sounds like a gift yeah, yeah, yeah. to have that sort of skin. But people like Beautiful her, skin. I can only Hey, Sylvia, beautiful skin. Shout out to Sylvia. Shout she out to Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Sylvia. For sure. Yeah, so that sounds like a blessing. So fucking awesome for her. I was so not blessed in that way. Yeah, it ain't me. I, and, I, and I do produce, like when I, yo, when yeah. I told you that I was like, the the like the face guy. Oh yeah. Especially down oh, yeah. at the spa. Yeah, you know, they used to tell me all the time, like, yeah, your skin definitely creates enough yeah. of its own natural oils 
you don't have to get too crazy with moisturizer and all that. Just just a little bit here and there, that's and amazing. like you're good, you're good to go. Yeah, that's but amazing. I but I still ain't just I I can't just you wash my face with hot water and soap and just walk out of the bathroom. Yeah. If I can't you do can it. do that because you produce a healthy amount of oil, good for you. But yeah. if you don't, if you're not like Sylvia out here, nah. do not try that. Please yeah. don't try that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. horrible. Nah, you you look like SpongeBob on that that's episode just, when he just. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good <laughs> this like that. that's crazy nah i tried that myself not too long ago and that, that was not a fun time um so yes something like a grapeseed oil is drastically different than something that i enjoy is the um sweet almond oil for me i need those in my products so someone like you with more natural skin i would probably recommend something like a grapeseed but i would not want to put that in in most of my products so i i have my face moisturizer now it's it's a little bit um i would say universal okay um i think it does well for average for for most of the public right, and thankfully right, right. i've had that is my best seller mm-hmm. out of all 11 of like if you didn't know exactly what your skin needed this would be the safest bet yeah and and that's why i made it that way because i i still need to figure out i guess how to because I do want to eventually have something catered to all skin types. I want to have different products for all skin types. So that's going to be, I don't know when down the journey that that's, that is a plan though at the future. But yeah, that is, that's more of a universal sort of cream. It's not too heavy, but it's also not too light. So if, if you have any sort of skin types, then, then you, I do think that it will work. Any sort of skin type. Well, yeah. If you got skin, it it might do something for you. Yes. Yeah, it's not gonna be overwhelming. Um, it for me is not enough. My face moisturizer on my website, so I I make something heavier for myself with more rich butters, and and that's the contrast between the cocoa and the mango butter. The mango butter has very hydrating properties, and and the cocoa just sort of helps lock it in, but it's not too heavy and overwhelming in itself. Mm-hmm. And you also get that nice little texture. If it wasn't for the cocoa butter, because that's just a hard. It's like a hard cube Yeah, that you really have to, like, I've almost cut myself shaving that off. I'm with everything that comes in these. I don't think I've, again, I haven't used, um, unless, unless I can't get to you, right? Yeah. By the time I've ran out of something and need something. I've seen you with that Vaseline every once in a while. The, the little Vaseline, it, yeah, but, yeah and, and, and cocoa butter too, I've yes. used, you know. But I use skin. cocoa butter. Exactly. That is just raw cocoa butter. Right, exactly. But aside from that, the face moisturizer body creams the beard balm has done has done my beard wonders i love it's all it's always nice and soft and and shiny and growing all healthy i like it what else the lip balm the i already said face moisturizer if i didn't the face no 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 i did the face wash yeah the face wash the soaps i've used i i don't always re-up on the soaps the way i should but i did like the fact that you put different types of exfoliants in yes. the soaps. That is that is something that I enjoy for myself a lot is different natural exfoliants and, and something that you have expressed to me you've over exfoliated before. Oh yeah. And I, I think you have you spoken about that on the podcast? I think you have. I right? may have, yeah. I fucked my face up one day. Yeah, it was crazy. I was looking wild. But you exfoliated like five times one day. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. But see, but this is the whole point. You don't know what you don't you know. Don't. So you just you just do something. I was I thought that I was gonna have a face of porcelain <laughs> when I woke up the next that morning. That's crazy. And I'm, it, sorry, I'm getting warm. I'm it, it just looked like gravel underneath my skin. 
Like that's the sort of bumpiness that I was dealing with the next day. My whole face had flared up because I think I'd, I'd exfoliated like three times in one day. And it was like some deep exfoliant too. But you also said that the bottle recommended that as well. It did. And I found the picture yes, and I did. sent it to you. Yeah, it did say that I could use it two to three it, times a ridiculous. day. I was like, what is going on here? Also, I would like to say on the record, I am a skin unprofessional. <laughs> I am not a professional, nor do I claim to be one. Mm-hmm. So don't ever get it twisted. <laughs> that is that is not what I'm trying to do or be eventually that is the plan i would like to to get some certificates and professionalism under my belt to curate formulas that that have a desired result that that you are buying this product and you will more than likely hopefully 100 percent, will get what i'm advertising Right right now i just have a product and i am just natural almost all organic my products are almost all certified organic except maybe one or two here their ingredients but I, I am no professional. So I, I do do my research. I do follow professionals. I, I try to be very updated and well-informed for what it is that I am interacting with and the information that I am putting out there. But I do, don't ever claim to be a professional. So. And, you know, regardless of that information, it's been quite some time now that you've been doing this thing. Yes. And now you have... You, you have an announcement for the people. I do. I as, do. As an unprofessional. Yes. So essentially, I guess you just finished off that story. I feel like I've just been going off, a little bit. off about it. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, so now we have a business. So I've just had to kind of grow and, and pick up as I go and, and try to figure some of this stuff out. And it has been a little bit difficult and overwhelming at times. But this is really my passion. This is what I love to do. And, and I'm very, very happy with everything that I make. And I have been only using my products on my skin for, since I started making them. So I was, I'm extremely, extremely proud of that. I, I feel phenomenal. And I and shout out to all the people that have supported her. A hundred and million percent. Yeah. Every single one of and, and it sounds really tacky. I always say. To give thanks to people? No. And I feel like the way that I say it for the, the continuous love and support. But it's really wild to have someone order from you seven times in like a month and just get the same thing over and over because they really like that blows me away shout out to anna i believe her new name is barletti Mm. she just recently got married congratulations for that she is fucking awesome she has been a true supporter since the beginning and she just commented in my facebook post about the fact that she had to use Burt's Bees recently because she lost one of her chapsticks that I made and how that felt drastically different and that felt phenomenal because that is how I feel about them now compared to mine. So just to have other people share the same enthusiasm and love and and have the same results that I do is is really mind-boggling, honestly. It's 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 overwhelming. It's a very, very deep and very deeply satisfying feeling when you have become a part of people's lives oh my god that's crazy in, in such a positive way it yeah it, it once it sinks in yeah it, it, like, it hits you. i'm a part of people's morning routine yeah that right like, that is crazy to me 
You just, you pick up my soap, my face wash, my lip balm is in your purse at all times. Like I just went on a camping trip with my best friend, Ashley. Shout out to her. if She hears this as well. We had a phenomenal, beautiful time. And she just pulled out her budding and botanicals chapstick. I was like, oh shit. Like that's, you carry that in your purse. Like that is mine. You use this all of the time. Like I forgot that you also buy my products and they're a staple in your life. Right. That's, yeah, That I don't know when I will get used to that. And I hope that I don't. Mm. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be anywhere near close. Like that, that is absolutely amazing. I definitely don't get used to it. I just spoke to someone the other day that listens to the pod and they were like, yeah, this is, this is what I do on my commute to work. And it That's helps amazing. me get through and yo, keep doing what you, I was like, man, listen, no, that you, crazy. you don't understand what you're saying to me. You and how, or, or Maybe you do, but you don't understand how it's being perceived. Yeah. You don't understand how it's being received by me. Yeah. That means a lot. And I don't mean to be it's, corny or cliche or tacky or any of that sort of stuff by giving love. And that's so weird too. Cause I guess you can do it in a tacky way. Yeah. But I most certainly do not mean it that way when no. it, for anyone that takes some time to listen to one of these right. long ass podcasts where I'm just ranting about whatever yeah. the fuck at the time. No, my heart goes out to you. Like that's really, really awesome. It's it's really I amazing. That. Because I, I think I've expressed this to you before. I honestly I did not see myself a year and a half ago seeing someone I went to school with, someone I've known pretty much my whole life, just a person that that I am aware of that comes out with a skincare brand. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, like I'll support it. Sure. Right. I don't think that would have been me. But so mm. many people did that for me so early on. And it was so overwhelming. You tr- You trusted me on your skin? On mm. your face, mm. that because that to me is my face is my temple. Right, that is my temple, and and you said yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. That's wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely overwhelming, and and not only are the reviews phenomenal, but what hits me very very differently is getting repeat customers. Mm. That is absolutely amazing. It's like hold on. Not only did you trust me the first time, but you liked it enough to re-up. Right, because you, you do share not it. have to continue you, to buy this. You didn't even have to do it the first time. No. And now you're coming back, especially for when they get the same product. Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, it just, it's amazing. Yeah. And I haven't been selling nearly as much in the past few months, but it feels the exact same as I was getting 10 orders a week. Right. It, every single one of Anytime them. Anytime an order hits your phone. It doesn't even matter. It's like, oh my God, not only is it a new one, but then this one is a repeat one. Right. That's insane. So now all of this has been done and I am at a point where I will be at the Eat Local Brambleton Farmer's Market once a month for the next five months. Yer. It'll be a Sunday. We are starting on November 28th. They're all going to be on Sundays from 9 to 1 a.m., um, let's see if I remember all the dates well. It'll be November 28th, December 12th, January 9th, February 12th, and March 13th. Oh. Or I'm sorry, February 13th and March 13th. And then when you get done with that, we're going to hit, we're going to re-up on the contract Shit. and you're just going to take it over. Well, I was thinking of, depending on how these goes, I might just buy more spaces throughout the month. So I'm, I'm going to mm. give that a shot because that's why I, I picked one once a month because I have no idea. This. I could sell two things. I could sell 20. Right. Like I have no idea what I'm, what's, that's going to look like. But I'm really excited. Um, I'm super thankful again for everyone and, and their support in any way, whether it has been a share or a like. 
or a purchase, all of those are the exact same. It you're spreading the word. You're telling people about it. That's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'll make sure that we throw your your Instagram and your and just the the website in the, in the description so yeah, everybody that, can that would be very nice. Yeah, thank so you. everybody can go click on that. Thank you, thank you. Because it is yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you you have been a big supporter since the beginning. Your family, shout out to them. Oh yeah, for sure. They have bought I multiple forgot. times for me, especially Lex. Yeah. Free ups on those butters. Man, that is amazing. That is amazing because they don't have to do that either. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not giving a little girl's friend. Like, they don't say she sells some things. Like, they genuinely just want the butter. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, right? It's because it's such a boost of confidence yeah. in what it is you got going on. But it's also simultaneously and maybe equally as humbling at the exact same time. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's Very everything in one. All the, Yeah, it's just a, a roller coaster of emotions. It's like, wow, look at me. But it's like, oh, shit, look at me. This is crazy. This is insane. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly un- understand what you go through with the podcast. Is there anything else at all specifically about Bodegan Botanicals that we need to tackle? Yes, uh, my little slogan, natural, mindful, Boricua. So obviously the Boricua part, we we went over. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> and Puerto Rico and Borinquen and Boricua. So all of that has its Tainos. Tainos. The valiant that. people. The all, land of the, the valiant lords, lords. All of those. Um. Also, if you ever have the chance to, honestly, it's a really cheap trip. Like, go to the Caribbean. Like, eat some nice food, meet some nice people, go to the bioluminescent bay. It's it's really... I didn't realize how privileged I was to be born where I was until I took my friends there. And seeing especially these other three people that had never really been out of Virginia, necessarily. Right. Especially to a Caribbean island like that. That was transformative for them. They... I mean, it's, it's a sort of beauty that, that you really don't get to see unless you're close to the equator. It's just not possible. So do you think people have this innate um, freedom or liberty that maybe that, like their soul is yearning for to be able to see these people that grew up here in America, the home of the get the fuck away from me. Right. Yeah, and then they went shame. and they went to this place and they just you saw them become a freer version of themselves. Do you think that that's just within people? Yeah, it has like people, to be. like people, really, truly want to connect on a on a on a level that they don't even understand. I think I think that that's more so it on a level that they're unaware of and they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, some people may not like that genuinely, and that's I'm sure the case for for some people. But I think for the most part, you can't go to some place. I guess like Puerto Rico. I'm not saying that this is just. <laughs> happening in Puerto Rico and you only experience this there but I I, I believe so I, I've watched I mean I'm just I remember seeing tourists growing up and, and everyone else you know what I mean it just it's sort of the same everyone kind of reciprocates the same thing mm-hmm. as my friends did I, I've seen that but just right. seeing these people that I really know and love experience my culture and my life something that I'm so accustomed to was it, it was really really amazing it was amazing and when I talk to guests all the time or just people that have been in Puerto Rico that's something that they speak on is is the environment the ambiance the people right. the every the food of course but it, it's just really the people and how they felt there and pretty much everyone has gone back so I like to say that I'm biased but mm. <laughs> some people yeah I, I mean because probably am but, well yeah you are but 
Yeah, a lot of people also share that. As but well. to your slogan. Yes, I'm sorry, to my slogan. So mindful. Mindfulness is something that has transformed my life over quarantine as well. And and I threw that in there not only because I tried to live my life in, in a mindful way. It has been very difficult <laughs> to, to try to be aware and present and, and mindful in my life over the past two years. But I try to really incorporate that in my business in how... I choose the ingredients, why I choose them, and and why the recipes look the way that they do. And that is something that, you know, it's interesting because it's become a part of your... So you did that, my ear's going to hurt too. It's become a part of your lexicon. And so you use the word, and we do this far too often, but you use the word... I'm sorry, I don't know what lexicon necessarily Okay, just it's just your, your list of vocab in a sense, right? Okay. So you have used mindful so many times that when you use it you expect for people to know what it is yes so what does mindfulness mean to you what does it mean you try to be mindful of things i guess just just being intentful and aware knowing why it is that you're doing what you're doing in in intentional i believe is the word as opposed to intentful. Oh yes, intent. Yeah, intent. Intentional. Intentional. Yeah, just just having a reason why, mm-hmm. as as to what you're doing, and then just being fully present in, in in the moment with no distractions, which is as funny as it sounds. One of the hardest things you will ever try to do in your whole entire life. So yeah, just just being very intentional with my decisions. In this case, being skincare, and and also. I like to bring mindfulness. I have not been doing my Mindful Mondays for about a month and a half now. It's been quite a minute. Uh, we'll get back to that on Monday. Um, I'm excited for that one as well. But just also bring... And your Mindfulness Mondays are what exactly? So they are these little short clips that I used to make on Mondays. Of course, I, I deemed it. I'm sure many people have Mindful Mondays and, and I'm probably copywriting someone. I hope not. But I just sort of recorded myself talking about Especially it was more so geared toward what I was experiencing that week. That was mindfulness related. And it started with just mindfulness and skincare. But then mindfulness is in every part of my life. So I just expanded that to everything that I did from mind. I mean, everything. Mindful reading, um, mindful eating, anything that you can possibly imagine. And And for everybody... Either mindfulness is a part of everything you do or mindlessness is. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> it's um, either or. Yeah, because you're either being mindful or you're being mindless. And you can incorporate either of those into absolutely everything that you do. It could just be washing the dishes. You're either there or you're not. Indeed. That's, that's just how that goes. So, yeah, it's it's the mindfulness in the intentional ways that I choose the ingredients in the way that I concoct my recipes. Mm-hmm. They are chosen for a reason. They they are intentful. They have a purpose and, and they go together for this specific reason. I'm, I'm trying to make this product have some sort of function right? In, with these ingredients. And, and then the mindfulness in that I hope that people will sort of pick up on in the skincare routine that you can have whether it's just because it really is just all of your senses in a way if, if you're really in tune you could even have some sort of meditation sessions but we can talk about that later but just in, in the texture of the product the scent of it how it feels on your face feeling your face 
being just present in that moment, whether it's looking at yourself in the mirror, just all the sensations, everything about it, thinking about the ingredients, why it is that you brought the product, what it is that you're wanting to get out of it, what don't you like it, why did you even buy it again, just pretty much any questions that you can ask yourself about what it is that you're doing and, and why you're doing it. Okay. So that. So that's the slogan. Yeah, natural, but, mindful, but equal. Anything else that that, that strikes mm. you about your business? Yes. So something that I have learned and I was not aware of until I started my business was that a lot of products brand themselves as organic and natural, and you are allowed to do that. Only if you have maybe an ingredient or two that are either natural and or organic, you're allowed to call them that. That by no means means that this product is a hundred percent natural or organic or yeah. certified either. Yeah. And I did not know that. So how wild the loopholes. That shit is great. When I found that out, I was absolutely aghast because this butter that I was buying that I loved is a very unnatural butter. Once but it I, has a natural product in it. Yes, and it's a natural. And a little dumb girl like me, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm using something really good for me. And it was fine. Like, it did whatever it was supposed to, but it does not touch mine. That is for certain. Mm. <laughs> that is for certain. And I say that with conviction. Stunt. With conviction. Yeah, no, Stunting that, on Lubriderm. That is something that I will also... <laughs> hundred percent, hundred percent. No, and I will say that as well. And I'll go back to this. I believe in my products more than I have ever believed in anything else in my life. No shit. I, I would never. That was strong. I would never sell something that goes on your skin that I make, and and not completely stand by it with every fiber in my being. That to me is insane. Because I've yo no. Nah, go ahead. I'm with you. You know that that's just I like I want you to know that if you go on my website or you decide to buy something, I am writing for all of it. <laughs> like I'm a hundred percent a believer in it and, and I support it and yeah, so I highly recommend it. Yeah, I don't well no, I do understand. I was gonna say I don't understand when people give a good or service and they don't go balls to the wall. Like I've had because because so it's like so you don't really so you're not really considerate of the consumer's Absolutely money not. and if and even if what you're doing okay the money yes that means you're not considerate of their money which means you're not considerate of the time that it took them to make the money to not be considerate and cognizant of people's time to me, is wildly disrespectful. Yeah. It is wildly disrespectful. That's the only thing that we truly have. Yeah, I have come to value time in such a way in the past year or so that nothing is more valuable to me than that. Right. Ever. No, no, nothing will ever be as valuable as that. Like, I'm not going to come on to this podcast and just tell lies and half-ass oh it and just... <laughs> not give myself because I know that people take their time to listen to right. this. That is that is insane. I'm not wasting anyone's time yeah. here on this planet. That is wildly inconsiderate. Yeah. I, every time anyone takes the time out to call me, text me, hang out with me, I'm always, yo, thank you. Yes. Thank you for your time. Like, you know, they're like, oh, it's whatever. No, 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 no. Really? Really. Thank you. You did for, not have you, to do any of that. You didn't. 
thank you for your time. You're never going to get that back. Right. You're not getting that back. So thank you for sharing that with me, truly. No, that's crazy. Yeah. I've told you about all the failed salon experiences I have had with hair and nails and eyebrows. <laughs> and every time I walked out of there and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm going to a master esthetician and she is giving me eyebrows that I didn't know I could even have. Like they're so I'm crying on my way home because this shit is so wild. Do you think they're just half assing it because they just they have, treat you as customer number 178 have, of the day or my eyebrows were so badly done. She was either not in the she was on some other state. She something had been altered okay. or she did not like this. You had to really could they just not be good enough. Could they just not be good enough at what they do to give you... Whomever passed her for master esthetician, mm. they should go to jail. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, no, I have... Yeah, no, I'm I'm quite cognizant of time and money. Well, I have well yeah, if you have the word master in front of anything that you do, yeah, you ought to... Yeah. Yeah, that's the highest level you can go as an esthetician. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you, the, you've, you had to put so many hours to get that. Right. That you, yeah, you've spent years working your way to... No, that's insane. Yeah, so... Yeah, going back to the point I was making before. So naturally and organic products, just because you have that in the title does not necessarily mean that's what it is. I brand myself as an organic product. And that is because I don't know the percentage really. I'd say 90 to 97. Like I'm not sure where it would fall. I am organic products. I, I My distributor is USDA certified organic. Mm. Wonderful. Um, I'm not give them a shout out because they don't sponsor me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're great. They have phenomenal quality. I've tried many, many distributors over the past year and, and they are the one, they are definitely the most expensive I have ever had. But the quality is, is insane and they are USDA certified organic. So that's what I'm looking for. So that's what I needed. Um, which is why my prices have fluctuated over time <laughs> here and there. <laughs> right. So, yes. So don't be fooled by that. I, I highly encourage you to be very mindful in ingredients. You It's not to just learn all these fancy names because I don't know most of them either. But just to be aware that if whatever fancy name does not have organic in front of it, it is not organic. Like every ingredient that is organic will have organic in front of it. Matter of fact, go ahead and keep talking to these people about just how much you love organic and natural shit and chia seeds and just everything that comes out the earth so I can just read this long list like I did before and we can laugh at it. Okay, let's do that. So, yes. So my products are almost 100% organic. They're not fully organic. But, oh, my gosh. So just be mindful of that. But I I do pride myself in the fact that I am 100% natural. All my products are clean. All my butters are raw and cold pressed, so they're not processed. All of my oils, carrier oils, are cold pressed as well. I have now added the fact that you pulled that shit out of your bathroom. I'm dead ass. Hold on a second. No, because because you're okay. So your face wash. Just matter of fact, go get the face wash. You okay? You all right? All right? All right. Matter of fact, all right. See, I should read my ingredients and read those. Come on, that's ridiculous. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, you're not gonna bring that shit out of you. That should go in the trash when you're done. By the way, you trying to shit on Neutrogena? Yes, yes, I am. Let's see. All right, let's see what we got. Hold on a second. Shake it up. All right, hold on a second. All right, so let's see what we got. Read that first. All right, so wait, which one? Okay, yeah, let me start. Read all of them. Okay, so we got this. We got this. 
Oh, this is this is, is not this is not an ad at all. It, it's most certainly not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> Neutrogena is gonna be upset at me. Nah. All right, here we go. Some oil-free acne wash. Here we go. That's ingredients. Cool. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, this is hilarious because you have active ingredients and then inactive ingredients. I mean, I've heard of that. I'm not sure what that really means, so I couldn't speak on it. So I guess there's only like one thing that's doing, doing something. Look, 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 look. Because it says active ingredient, <laughs> sal salicylic acid. Okay. And that's 2%. Mm -hmm. It says salicylic acid. Purpose, acne treatment. That's what is cleaning your face in this, Damn. is what this is telling me. Okay. I go down to inactive ingredient. We got water, <laughs> sodium C1416, oh, fuck. olefin sulfonite, cocomidopropyl betaine, sodium chloride, PEG80 sorbitin laurate, benzoconium chloride oh my God. disodium edta i do not like the word disodium that sounds weird <laughs> so it's gonna dissolve some yeah shit. i don't like that c12 15 acolactate oh fuck fragrance just fragrance just just fragrance also i would like to say you don't need fragrances of anything if that's your personal preference knock yourself out but they're doing absolutely nothing for your skin and if anything they can be harmful well i mean this is in inactive ingredient is fragrance so that's, that's exactly crazy. what you're saying right now Cocomidopropyl PG oh de demonium chloride <laughs> phosphate. Now nah, we're gonna do that one again. Christ. Cocomidopropyl PG demonium chloride phosphate. Fuck. Propylene glycol allobarbidensis leaf extract. Anthemis nobilis flower extract. Comamilla ricutita <laughs> matricaria flower extract, Damn. citric acid, sodium hydroxide, and then my favorite yellow five red forty, which <laughs> is how you which, which, which is how you get the color orange. <laughs> that is crazy. from from of course putting five yellow and forty red. Duh. <laughs> now. As I set that down, we'll burn it later. Yes. Now, and if you do want fragrances, please try to go for natural ones because at least you you won't risk of damage. Maybe anything. that's what some of the essential oils would give some some natural fragrance. Well, well, or yes, but there's a fragrance is more like a perfume. Okay, like that's a little yeah. There's something different. That is my natural fragrance is mm. essential oils, but you can have like a vanilla perf like fragrance. There's mm. a vanilla oil. You can have like a vanilla bean essential oil, mm. but you can also have the fragrance and again those don't do anything for your skin but no. essential oils or carrier oils can actually do things yes, for your skin and function as a perfume or a fragrance correct yes so i take the, the essential oil is my fragrance so it's just a better way to go yeah absolutely for sure okay here but we if go you do like that by all means boricuan botanicals natural <laughs> mindful boricua organic foaming cleanser let's go through these ingredients yes distilled water Organic avocado, jojoba, sweet almond, grapeseed and sunflower oil, organic raw honey, organic 
Castile Rose. Is that how you say that? Castile? Yeah, the Castile is the soap. Castile Rose. Hemp soap with rose essential oil. That is that is all. And that's it. So, you know. <laughs> so, do you remember washing your face with that? When was the last time you... Why is that even in your shower, honestly? Like, why is that in your bathroom? That's man? so funny, man. I'm so glad that we read those back to back. And even... That I know, is I so remember, funny, man. I remember using that acne wash in high school or middle school and feeling the, the, the lather and the foam of my cleanser. Like, I don't know what I was doing before. Because right before quarantine, I was using the Neutrogena Hydra Boost. Don't buy that shit. Please don't buy that shit. Why is this dermatologist dermatologist recommended? Is it because they they got money? For sure. Okay. No, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. I'm not saying only use Buddington Botanicals, but don't use that shit. That's for certain. Wow. Yeah. This is not me shitting on everything skincare and just saying that I have the best. But just be very mindful because a lot of this shit that you can buy at the store if you're not careful is really bad for your skin. And if anything, it's sort of like a, like the brand Chapstick. Oh, the brand. Yes, indeed. How many times do you apply that shit on your mouth and it's never enough? (laughs) It'll never be enough because it's made to function that way. You don't actually get hydration. It it fulfills you enough and it hydrates enough for you to have to put, put it on over and over. And if you see me pull on my chapstick, it's because I'm obsessed. Like, I just love to feel that lather. It's not because I feel like I need more. Mm. I'm just excessive. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I'm done. It's just the hands. I'm going to put them in my lap. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's not what that is. But I feel like products like this ridiculous face wash that are next to you that is absolutely obscene, I think that is also their function. Like, you, nothing will get better. Like, your acne is not going to get better with that. That's ridiculous. Like, that's absolutely, like... But the, the sal- but the salicylic acid, and though. And the MF4 and the C314. The, the C14. That's just crazy. That does it, though, right? Yeah, no. No, that's phosphate, though. Yeah, no. So so really, really be... I cannot stress that enough. I had no idea that products that said natural and organic were not really that. And that's not to say that all of them just incorrectly advertise. But I will say that the majority of store-bought corporate products are more than likely deceiving you. So I I try to go, if you can afford it, again, I'm quite cognizant that the fact that a lot of skincare, New York clean and organic products are not cost sensitive in we're in weird times and and not everyone has money to just spend 50 bucks on three skincare items. Let me go ahead and use my lip balm real fast. Go ahead. ahead. So I'm, I'm extremely aware of that. So if you are able to have that option, please give it a shot. But honestly... You could just buy a little bit of raw cocoa butter. It's going to be better than the Neutrogena Hydro Boost. Because I did that for my... They advertise it. I'm not going to... I'm going to stop shitting on them. But anyways... (laughs) Are you? Yes. I just... I will say that I bought all of the products on that line because they really were targeting my audience. People like me. And that honestly almost dried me out even more. Mm -hmm. I was just telling you about it. I suffer from rosacea. Right. And, and that just, it's for people like us, just skin just gets really, really dry in certain patches. You have red skin. And mine used to be sort of in my mustache area. It's my getting wintertime. It is wintertime. And it was like fall time. And that shit would just start creeping up. And I have a little bit of it now. But it would used to be just like a full upper lip, just completely red all winter long. So, I mean, maybe it'll change. You had an upper older. lip. 
above your upper lip. For real. Almost. Yeah. And but and it also hurt. Like I could feel how dry my skin was. So if I would smile, like I can just feel how tight that was right around my mouth. So yeah, just please be mindful and not cognizant of ingredients. Again, you don't have to spend a million dollars. You don't have to just solely buy from me, but just please don't buy this shit like Earl just pulled out of his bathroom. Like that's what I'm saying. Just just be mindful, be cognizant, try to learn something about natural and organic ingredients, and please try not to be deceived and robbed of your money. I have to ask you this question, and you may yes. have already touched on it. Okay. Bomri Poventu Suarez. Arlene Hooks, yes. What is at the forefront mm. of your mind? Okay. We have talked about this, I feel like, off camera a bit sometimes, but... <laughs> oh, shit. I wasn't aware of, over a year and a half ago, that I could be... A healthy person. That I could be a better version of what I was. Mm -hmm. I I never thought... Again, I lived under a false sense of of self-confidence. I wasn't really aware of of who I was. I was extremely mindless, extremely unaware. I didn't have, I guess, the best friends in my corner. You you were living under a false narrative, a false story false reality and it wasn't because i made it so it's just how my life sort of have been curated the way i was brought up the people i associated myself with i i was unaware that i was so unaware i really had no idea that's how it works i had no idea and then i started eating healthier and i started meditating and i started having conversations with people and then we talked about many different things (laughs) over quarantine quite, quite heavy, deep subjects and just having different realizations and experiencing different parts of the world. And we got deep in the deep part of the pool. Yes, we did. We got, wow. Yeah, over quarantine, both of us looking quite scruffy. Hey, we okay. all look like shit, Yeah, man. but we, we had some great, great conversations that, that have been absolutely life-changing for me. So as always, I, I thank you very much for giving me your time during those months and, and helping me figure out some things that I didn't know needed to be figured out. So that that was the biggest part of it. I was just very unaware. Yeah, ti también. Muchas gracias. I was very unaware that my life was just shitty as fuck. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you, you like right. it was just shitty as fuck and I, I didn't know. I thought that I was happy and I felt great and being fat is a state of being and I'm just always going to feel like a little ill and... And this is what it is. And my relationships are not working out. But, you know, it's probably me. But I don't really know because I'm not asking. So, you know. I'm and just, no one's just coming out willingly no with information. One. No one. Man, people have got to give. Do you think that people ought to give report cards in yes. a sense? Yes. And and I. Do you think it is obligatory? Like it ought to be. I like think people so, should feel bad not? if they're not telling people exactly what it is that is going to cause the breakup (laughs) well there's willful blindness there is willful blindness so some people don't care to know the truth they would prefer that you don't tell them i will make up my own narrative as to why this relationship whatever it may be ended and i will be better off with that Mm -hmm. than to know the truth not i (laughs) Mm -hmm. i want to know all of it and i and i and i didn't know that i i've always kind of stood out 
from my family, <laughs> from from my friends, but I didn't really know what I just thought. It's just, you know, the world and Von Marie. And, like, I'm just different. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my voice. That's, and my that's as far as the thought went. Yeah, no. no I'm oh, just different. And that was also another one, thinking. <laughs> that mm. was quite big. Yeah, that was just the way that I was just, you know, it's, it is what it is. Like, I'm different. Like, it's just, it's me. I, that was so not the truth. I was a little bit different. I just didn't know what was different about me. And, and, and I guess what attracted me to different aspects of the world that my family or my friends were not necessarily interacting with. And like my friends like finding time. the light in the darkness. Yes. Um, I very much find comfort in discomfort. And, and by that, I mean that I have learned to absolutely love and slightly be obsessed with just being the best version of myself. And and I think that we should maybe make it known that this is a cliche term maybe going around on social media, living your best life mm. because you're posting pictures with a drink or doing things for the gram or whatever that may be. That is not what I mean. I mean really having the really hard conversations of being told about myself, what it is that I'm not seeing what it is that I'm interacting with correctly, what could be done better, what should be done better. I want to be aware of all those things. And I truly just want until the end of my life, (laughs) just keep getting better and being a better person for myself and people around me. And that is the answer to the question, what is is at the forefront of your mind? Yeah, it's just always being open and, and vulnerable and present with what it is going on around me and what I can do to change and, and be better. Yeah, that's that's that consumes me sometimes. Yeah, the, I, yeah there's certain uh, maybe uh, healthy at times, unhealthy at other times, yeah. a level of masochism in that, right? Yes. Like, you know that living a lifestyle in pursuit of better, in pursuit of more, of elevation, of enlightenment, comes with its dark patches yes and so you you will as one of these people that really enjoy this run full force into the darkness boy and i have (laughs) right and i have yeah yeah no i have i have run in into all of the dark patches head on and this is not to say that this has been an easy journey. This has been the hardest thing I've ever done and probably will do in my life. And I think I was mentioning to you earlier, I don't know what childbirth is like. I could be completely talking out of my ass, but I've experienced excruciating pain physically. But I've experienced excruciating pain emotionally. <laughs> I don't want to cry, <laughs> but that shit, I can tackle anything. I have gone to some deep part of my soul physically and and emotionally and that that is insane but coming out of the other side and and really truly understanding and thinking and being aware wow that is a gift and I'm I'm just very very lucky to be able to to have the ability to be aware of the things that are wrong and and have the strength and, and the valor almost to run into these dark places to try to figure out what what is there to just kind of get settled and out of this jumbled space and and come out the other side i think that that was a marvelous answer thank you and i think that that's a good enough place to sort of end this i would ask you one thing though okay just in case you did have okay anything at all that you would like to ask me 
mm. on air at all. Okay. Answer can easily be no. It's been no before. I know. You babe. won't hurt my feelings. Hmm. Take your time. Let's see here. This has been a fantastic pot. It's been, it has. It's, been, it's been a good time. I was excited about this one. I just, I feel like we communicate often enough and I ask you plenty of questions. Then fuck it. I guess what is the most difficult or the hardest thing is, is having a friendship with someone that has gone through so many things and in personal growth, all these ups and downs. In the past two years, because you have you have you met the past of Anne Marie and you've been a big part of the transition and all the nasty and gross parts and all the beautiful parts as well. So I guess what what has been the most difficult part to just experience or just watch me experience from the outside? I think I think you might already know the answer to this. I struggled with and do struggle with because for me. Again, I am a keen observer of things and I make it my business to do so because without the observations, I cannot think about things. And without the thinking of things, I cannot articulate the things. And you know that my biggest quirky fear is not being able to articulate what is going on inside. I will not have it. I will not have it. I have experienced your fear many times in the past few months. And I can tell you, wow, it is hell being in that space so i really understand what you mean by that that is insane to me i I, no, i will not have it right so having said that Mm -hmm. i have conditioned myself Mm. through time to be able to observe and quite quickly move through problems in my mind And so an issue for me and people may have heard it in my voice sometimes with Keon in the past (laughs) is patience with Mm. with other people. Okay, right. Especially when when trying to get through very complicated conversation, very, very heavily and complex, complexedly layered. Yes. Conversation. And ideas that to me make sense. And I can play around with the ideas. They're so malleable. I can throw them over here, have a conversation about it in this light. And then, as I say, give the gift of doubt. Yes. Right. Not on just not just on what someone else is thinking, but what I'm maybe thinking about it. Throw the gift of doubt into the pool. And then it's like, okay, well, now we have to go through these doubts that I just brought up about this thing that we just spoke about. And it's like, when does the thinking end? Right. When do we know that we've arrived and we're good? And so because I try my very best to not work off of this willful blindness software, I'm constantly second guessing things. I am a a healthy skeptic about things. And it allows me to take various stances on things. I tell you all the time, I don't I don't got a dog in a fight. I don't have a horse in the race. That is another way of me saying that I look at things quite objectively. 
a lot of the times. I take a step back. That will be and, part of my last words. I'm glad that you said that. And I, I see things that, that other people's, uh, and not to say that I am completely free of all biases and blind you spots. You do a phenomenal job, though. I think you, you like it's like an almost error-free job. Like you do a very good job of that. So, so it having the, that clarity, that that peace of mind, that serene sort of alignment of of chakra energy, that what clear headedness, what however you would like to call it, allows me to just see things as yeah. they are, and then remark on them as such. And so I say all this to say. A lot of these things come to me very easily. And so I can get very, very impatient with people when it's just not seeming to click sometimes, which is probably one of the many reasons why I'm not a teacher somewhere. <laughs> right. You throwing, I'm throwing shit at these little fucking kids. Now nah, you ain't Jordan Peterson with that. That's for sure. So that has been that has been my thing, you know, not just with you as a friend, but but people. You know, around especially when it, when when I get snarky responses mm. about my level of cognition, then I'm just like, all right, well, you go ahead and enjoy yourself, and enjoy, enjoy yourself over there in whatever miasma of like of yeah of delusion that you want right. to, that you want to be in. That's fine. So then I'll just I'll just back away. So. That, I think that, that that's you that's been my biggest but I've gotten drastically better with patience in the past couple of years. We've we've known so each other for a while. And much I think better. even even since we've known each other, I don't know what it was like obviously before we met, but I have seen your patience just it it's wow. It's right, way better. right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so, you've done great with that. So thank so thank you for that question. That that was a good one. That was okay. a good one. I'll uh ask you one more. What are your last words for the people? Thank you. Thank you very much. So I did think about this one because I, I wanted to not like I really wanted my words to speak to someone. And this is something that it's I like you're intentional or something. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I am trying to be somewhat mindful here, but I, I've struggled with this for a long time. And that is we've, we've spoken about this recently, which is why it was ringing in my head and I felt like I wanted to speak about it. But it's this whole idea of, of, I believe my truth, my feelings are valid. This is, this is my truth. And the, therefore, this is the only thing that matters. The good old my truth. The good old my truth. This is my reality. These are my feelings and my feelings are valid. So I would like to say, and please correct me at the end if I'm wrong about any of this. But our feelings are valid because we are feeling them. Whatever you are feeling, I'm sure that that is exactly what's going on. But... Are they the correct feelings for the situation? Is that what should be warranted as a response? Are you reacting or are you responding to the situation? Those are different things as well. And are you looking at this situation from a, a subjective standpoint or an objective standpoint? Are you just caught up in your feelings because you feel some type of way? Oh, if you shit. may, I know that you hate that. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I, I've known many people that have struggled with this, are struggling with this, and me being one of them for a long time. I even remember saying those words to many people in my life. My feelings are valid. <laughs> Nothing else fucking matters because how I feel is how I feel and I am right. 
And again, that is how you're feeling. But more often than not, I have found out as I become to to know myself and really see things for what they truly are, which is still quite new for me, that we we get really caught up in we're quite emotional. I'm extremely emotional and I used to hopefully not as much. I would like to say react to situations and not take a moment to think about what it is that's happening and how it's making me feel and something that I have struggle with a lot are these narratives these cognitive distortions and how they can truly completely mess you up mess up the moment or people around you so if you are one of these people that maybe say this phrase a little too often again how you are feeling at that moment is in fact how you are feeling but is this the right response is this what the situation warrants and are you looking at whatever it is from an objective or subjective standpoint and speaking of objective what is your objective correct also that your feelings how are they hindering or helping your objective yes that's something that people really don't ask themselves enough that's what very true. but this goes back to intention yes. what is my objective correct. in this mission yeah what am i trying to get done here is the way that I'm responding to this thing aiding or is it hurting? Right. It's really, really, really simple. Going back to that book, Reconcilable Differences. You cannot change. This is so cliche. You cannot change the world. You You can't change the way that other people feel. You can't change them. To be who you want them to be. <laughs> you can't just change the right. world to fit your ideologies. No. But what you can change, and this does mean the world, mm. you can change the way that you relate to them all. Yes. And that, it means Damn. something. <laughs> it really does. That it really is does. worth, that piece of knowledge, that piece of wisdom is worth something because that. When you really understand what that means, how you how you can change your relation to things, the way that you understand things, the way that you engage with the people in the world around you, it will change your entire life. It, it sure will. <laughs> it very much will. Yeah. Yeah. I've just and, and I only say these as my last words. Again, I am no professional of anything i'm no guru i've been on this journey for less than two years all of it but i have i have learned quite a lot in and just the fact that i i built a whole other person i literally built a whole other version of myself and and finding all of the things that were wrong with me was the most amazing gift i've ever had all the things that could have been changed and, and a lot of those were my subjective feelings or valid reality it was this whole narrative of of the world and myself that i had kind of made up and i wasn't aware that most of it was made up and and that i was almost willfully blind without realizing it so and then you were gifted doubt oh i was gifted doubt and that shit is hard too but man it's really good it's really really it's good the gift. only way it's, it's the, the only, only way. way forward it's the only way forward yeah so just just take a moment it's just i feel like i'm talking to mindful mondays right now <laughs> But yeah, just just really just really take a moment if you can next time that you're feeling like the world is against you and and that everyone's doing you wrong. You're more than likely wrong. And that is okay. 
There's yeah, just I could keep going forever. I see. And if, yeah, just I'm gonna end it here. Uh, just find some self compassion first, and then and move on to compassion for the world is is really quite helpful because it's really easy to just be very very down on yourself and and just shame yourself into a hole when you realize that your whole life has been a lie. Yeah, we're just we're extremely unaware and we don't know it. So I'll I'll leave it there. Just figure your shit out. You're probably wrong. I was. So I'm done. <laughs> what are your last words? My Mr. last words for the people. Thank you for your time. This has been episode 88. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, everybody. Oh, oh, oh. Very nice. And peace. Goodbye. Ah.